Franchises. I think you two more than me personally. Mm. As a kid, I wasn't majorly into it. Mm. I've got to say, I was more into Back to the Future, The Goonies. Mm. I liked Good it, taste. but it wasn't one of my favourites. Mm. It was. I was obsessed. Yeah. There are pictures of me and my real Ghostbusters jumpers. And, and this guy's just said, "We're talking about the Ghostbusters." Oh, sorry. Told him Did that. you say it? Mike started talking, so I let him finish because he hadn't given away what it was. Oh. But we're talking about the Ghostbusters. Sorry, I ruined the big surprise. <laughs> but you do realise they'd have known that from clicking on the episode title. I'm just stoned and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I've just broken Ben's brain. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you introduced the show, yeah. Ben. <laughs> yes. Talk the Ghostbusters. I love the Ghostbusters. So, Me right. Too. Before we start that, let's have a look at where people are listening to us this week and say thank you to some new and returning listeners. Oh, Denmark, that's a new one. Aarhus, mm. North Bergen, New Jersey, St. Constant, Canada. A lot of American listeners. Little Rock, Arkansas, said it right this time. Bellingham, I'm assuming that's Wisconsin, WA. Mike, you're a geography expert. Isn't that Washington? Maybe Washington then, probably Washington. Sorry, people in Bellingham. Bellingham. Durham, MC. I'd love to get my Ben in somehow. North Carolina. <laughs> Guadalajara in Mexico, Bangalore in India, Dakar in Bangladesh, Birmingham, United Kingdom. Birmingham. Birmingham. Telford in at number five. Me. Our hometown, Charlotte, uh, NC. North Carolina. North Carolina. We're getting big in North Carolina. Walla Walla in Washington. Isn't that an offspring song? It is. It hey, is, yeah. Walla, see you in a Walla Walla. It's a prison. Slang? Yeah, yeah, it's a prison, yeah. 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 Shady Nasty, still at number one, okay. New York, Shepton, whatever. If someone from Shepton Nady, Shady Nasty, can tell me how to pronounce your lovely town's name, I will take that on board. Benton, Arkansas, Porterville, Missouri, Flint, Michigan, welcome back. Charlotte, North Carolina, thank you very much for listening. A lot of American listeners this week. Thank you to everybody. Yeah, sorry about all the times I insulted you. Yeah, don't mean it. <laughs> Yeah, it's all really in good fun. It's just all in the name of band. We insult everybody. Yeah, we including do. Including ourselves. We insult everyone equally. Yeah, yeah. I, I do rip the piss out of myself as much as anybody else, I'd imagine. Apart from... No, I'm not going to mention it. the Brits do well. Self-deprecation. She who shall not be named. What? Lady Voldemort? <laughs> no, Greta. <laughs> <laughs> don't set me off. Don't trigger me. 
What some Greta news later? Is this part of the ongoing occasional series where we just attempt to trigger gas? God, fantastic! Excellent. Well, so usually we start with some weird news. It'll take twenty minutes, half an hour or so, and then we'll crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's topic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So what we got first, Mike? Sixty-eight-year-old grandma arrested after killing and eating fourteen people. Oh wow! Well, at least she made use of them. That's true. You know, people all get mad at people that hunt for sport, don't they? But nobody gets mad at Joe Rogan because he feeds his family on what he hunts. Yeah. So at least. Well, they're not humans. <laughs> Unless he's hunting humans. You didn't know these people. She could have been killing and eating bad people. Let's find out. Ah. Well, if they're yeah. bankers, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <I see. laughs> Grandmothers may have a funky smell, and sure, they're pretty <laughs> annoying sometimes. But I think it's safe to say that no one really fears them. They always have that smell, don't they? What, piss? No, if you go to your nan's house, it always mm. had a particular smell. Was it just my nan? Piss. <laughs> It's just know. a nan smell. Like old mustard. <laughs> Aspirin and gin. <laughs> <laughs> old women are typically seen as being completely harmless, though 68-year-old Tamara Summersnova may forever change the way you view them. As reported by the UK's Daily Star, the Russian grandmother was arrested this week for the murder of her 79-year-old friend, caught thanks to CCTV footage that showed her hauling the elderly woman's body parts around in a plastic bag. At a nearby pond, the rest of the woman's corpse was soon located. But that's only the beginning of the story, as a police raid of Samsonova's flat uncovered a a series of diaries detailing upwards of 14 other murders and the woman, already dubbed, I love this, Granable Lecter by the media, didn't just kill her victims, she chopped them into pieces and even consumed them. The horrifying diaries recount the brutal murders of a man whose remains were found over a decade ago, and even Samsa's Nova's own husband who went missing back in 2005. At the time, nobody suspected the then 58-year-old woman who was to blame for his disappearance. Mm. I'll quote her. I killed my tenant, Volgia, cut him to pieces in the bathroom with a knife, put the pieces of his body in plastic bags and threw them away. She's already pled guilty to her crimes and says she knew this day was coming and she intended to be caught. She says the recent murder of her friend was the closing of the cannibalistic chapter of her <laughs> life and she wants to be punished to the full extent of the law. She said to the judge, You decide, Your Honour. I am guilty and I deserve a punishment. To be fair, I'm looking at a picture of her now and she looks like somebody that would murder and eat people. <laughs> <laughs> She looks like a cartoon witch. She looks like the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons. Yes, she does. I hope she didn't eat cats. Maybe she did. Times are tough in in Russia. I don't know if they're that tough, though. Who knows? I don't know. The Western corporate media never tells us nothing, guys. (laughs) They keep us in the dark, darling. Oh, man. Just as Vladimir is trotting around on a horse bare chest, he doesn't mean everyone else is living life so high. <laughs> oh no, did you see what happened to the poor extinction, ext- what are they called? Extinction Rebellion? Yeah, Extinction Rebellion. 
Did you see what happened to the ones that jumped on the train? Yeah, they got beaten, beaten. They, well, they, they, they really picked the wrong spot. They like, but their leader said he's had it bang on. They had the good intentions, you know, pure intentions, but they really didn't pick their spot. It was <laughs> those people needed to go home to work to whatever. They're the working yeah. class. They're already taking the least damaging form of transport. Yeah, and it was London. It took precisely, I think, 20 seconds before somebody said, you fucking can't, and threw coffee at him. Yeah, dragged uh, them off the top of the train. I didn't agree with them kicking the shit out they of him. but that's beat him that much. People did get in there and stop it. After I watched it several times, he took a kick in before people got in. But it's his own fault, because when the one went to pull him off, he sort of instinctively kicked at him, didn't he? So yeah. everyone saw that and was like... And typical. I'm I am. You could say they're achieving their aims, though. What did they achieve? Their aim is to get it in the public consciousness. What's that achieve? Well, I well, guess that's their aim anyway. Guess what I think the train's going to do tomorrow. <laughs> what you've got to look at also is it's not an organised thing. It's people just doing it, isn't it? No, there's it no, is an organised yeah, thing. There's no overall leadership. Yeah, there is. They were acting on their own. Yeah, yeah, it's an organised group. Yeah. Well, because there's been a blanket ban on they're not allowed to do these disruption things anymore, but they're allowed to do agreed ones. Like There's a peaceful one at Gatwick or somewhere like that today where they were just handing out leaflets. Uh, which is fair enough and I like I said I'm not laughing because of what caused it I just think the hopelessly misguidedness that you could think you could stop a bunch of working class Londoners yeah. from going home and expect them to give a flying fuck about anything you've got to say they could have been protesting anything this chain's giving you cancer, we have proof. Fuck off, you cunt! I've got to be home in a minute! <laughs> Some of them might work outside the city, that might not be the first train they take. Live, mm. outside, live outside the city. Yeah, it could that, fuck them up for... It might be like, you know, that might be the... They have to take that one to another station and then yeah. get a train out of London to go back to where they live. I just... A lot of people commute in, don't they? This is why they need leadership. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Yeah. They don't do that. Why, that was why very do they, silly. they're taking public transport? Yeah. They're doing yeah, it, I don't agree with that particular they, thing. They, they fucked up, basically. Basically, this guy was just fucking probably mentally ill and jumped on the bandwagon. No, I don't, I don't think they were. He was an ex-Buddhist teacher. Anyway, I don't want to derail it too much. Hey, you see what I did there. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious until he got a kick in, basically. People were being a bit opportunistic there. Like, oh, you're hard, aren't you? Kicking him while he's on the floor. A lot of frustration in this country nowadays, guys. Well, very true. And then saying that, I would have probably been at the front of, fucking Smash him! <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home, you daft prick! <laughs> Stamp. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, there we go. Don't trust your grandma. Don't stop trains. Don't stop trains. Don't trust your grandma. Lessons to live by. Go on, Mike. Family waiting for end of time found oh. on farm. Yeah, I saw this. It's a weird one. Yeah. Police discovered a hidden room at a remote farmhouse in the Netherlands. A family who spent nine years on a farm waiting for the end of time have been discovered by police after one of them turned up at a local pub. Oh man, well, of all the plays like after I go, give us a beer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Still gonna fucking sell Didn't he order, you? like, in the article I read, he ordered like five beers or something? <laughs> 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 Which is exactly what you would do. <laughs> Too fucking right. A man of 58 and six young adults aged 18 to 25 were living at the farm in the province of Drenthe. The family were found after the eldest of the children ordered beer at a bar in the nearby village of Runevold. He then told staff he needed help. Broadcaster RTV Drenthe reported, We found six people living in a small space in the house which can be locked but wasn't a basement, police told 
in a statement late on Tuesday. The older man has been arrested. According to the family, he is the father of the six children, say police. It was not clear whether they had been there voluntary. Uh, the eldest son was not there at the time, police told the BBC. No, he was in the bar. <laughs> Local reports described the man as a handyman called Joseph B. Oh, Joseph? <laughs> oh, it's a bit fucking fritzily, it is isn't it? a bit, innit? No basement, though. Nah, no, no. Oh, yeah, the panic room. <laughs> uh, it's originally from Austria. Ooh. Oh! Joseph <laughs> <laughs> from Austria? Where is Fritzel nowadays? <laughs> I've never seen anything like it, local mayor Roger de Groot told reporters. He revealed that some of the family had not been registered locally and also indicated that the 58-year-old was not the father. Oh, wow, so Groot... Said all that by just saying I am Groot. <laughs> no, that's weird how the mayor said, "Hey, do you know he's the dad?" Do you know? <laughs> but they're all telling them that he is. Is it some weird cult? I don't know what's been going on. He added he had long hair, a dirty beard, wore old clothes, and looked confused. He said he'd never been to school and hadn't been to the barber for nine years. Fucking hell! Wow. He said he had brothers and sisters who lived at the farm. He said he was the oldest and wanted to end the way they were living. And get pissed. <laughs> when they searched the farmhouse, they discovered a hidden staircase behind a cupboard in the living room that led down to a secret room where the family were housed. It's kind of the basement then, yeah. So was somebody living in the upstairs part? I'm confused about this story. Do you know what I mean? Or did they have an upstairs and they just chose to all move to the basement? It say. Did he keep them in the downstairs mm. and but like went up to do stuff? And is one of them his daughter and the rest his granddaughter's Fritzel style? Possibly, I wouldn't like to say. I think there might be something to that. I think they're uh, maybe just Austrians just like keeping their families in underground <laughs> rooms. Well, you know what they like the funky Austrians. Never Would trust they... an Austrian because they spent uh, seventy years saying one Hitler was German. You could trust Arnold, though. He's you trust Arnold. Yeah. You definitely no. trust Arnold. Trust Arnold. In Arnold we trust. Yes. <laughs> though I'm still not excited by that Terminator film when I watched the other trailer. Mm. But I did watch Genesis the other week and quite enjoyed it still. Yeah, I like Genesis. I do. Can I just go off a brief tangent? You may. I've been taking your advice and watching things that... Uh, like just escapism. Yes. So I've been watching all the Transformers films on Netflix. Adore them. Right. I adore them. Why are the Autobots so shit? Because there's always gives me Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. They can actually kill anybody. Yeah, they do. They do tend. The rest of them are absolutely useless. I mean, the one they fucking they're on their fucking knees with their hands around it, surrendering when they know for a full fact they're gonna get shot in the back of their head anyway. <laughs> well, they look cool. They do, but why, why are they all so useless? And the Zeppelins no, no. outnumber the fuck out of them all the time, and they still somehow manage to win by just continually retreating. That one that one in part four called Drift. Oh, I haven't like, got that far. Because he's a samurai, Mike, and he's a robot from Oh, is that, the last, is that the, the last night one? No, it's the one before, I think. Oh, I missed that one, uh, but he's, I started watching the last... I've watched... It's the one before the last night, which might be my favourite one. But anyway, because yeah. he's a samurai... You have to talk like uh, this, yeah? I am the Autobot. <laughs> you know, that's not racial at all, is it? No. Then, then in part two, you've got those two little ones that... Talk like that, man! Yeah. Hey, man! <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've been watching that one, yeah. I'm not the worst black stereotype I could possibly be! 
even though I'm a robot from space. <laughs> so yeah, some weird shit in those films, but I absolutely adore them. I've enjoyed them, apart from, apart from um, Shia LaBeouf or like University Despise. This is how you watch those films, and I'm going to mime for the boys and for the listeners. I'm unscrewing the top of my skull. Uh, that's exactly what I did. I'm flapping open my skull like a toilet lid, and I'm removing my brain, <laughs> placing it to the side of me for later, <laughs> and I'm just going to sit dribbling in a comatose joy. And that's what I did. I quite enjoyed Dogs They're good. The moon. They're amazing on that level. Didn't... Revenge of the Fallen was okay, I thought it was a bit long. Mm. I've just started the last night. That's that's the one that's the most universally sort of ridiculed for making zero fucking sense. But you don't watch them because they make sense. You watch them because you've got... Uh, what's his name? Optimus Prime? No, uh, Amph- um, Anthony Hannibal Hopkins. Lecter. Anthony Hopkins um, phoning it in, but... You know, it's got a good story. I like how they try and link it to conspiracies and stuff and like explain... Right, that the wit wikis without nah just watch it alright yeah okay love them right what's fucking next let's right. finish this last, news last weird news and then we'll bust some fucking bust some ghosts bust some heads in a spiritual sense wow man sets pet lion on electrician demanding payment for work Ooh. okay that's what happens when you go to do electrical work at Scarface's house I <laughs> A caretaker set his pet lion on an electrician who demanded to be paid for work at a religious building in Pakistan. Ali Raza unleashed the animal and then watched as it mauled Mohammed Rafiq's face and arm, according to a police report seen by the Dawn newspaper. He is now facing a charge of attempted murder in relation to the incident on the 9th of September. Mr Raza is said to have hired Mr Rafiq for a job at the Saadi-e-Iman Hussein Congregation Hall in the Shadara district of Lahore. When the electrician asked for his wages, Mr. Raza told him to come back another day. After repeated delays, Mr. Rafiq finally insisted on being paid. The caretaker is said to have become annoyed and released the lion. Mr. Rafiq told police no attempt was made to rescue him from the animal by Mr. Raza or three other men at the scene. He was eventually rescued by passers-by who heard his cries, it is claimed. The electrician said he did not initially file a complaint because Mr. Raza promised to pay for his medical treatment and compensation. Oh, come on, as if you've got to believe that. He hasn't paid you for fucking weeks. <laughs> Just released I'll a pay line for your medical on you. treatment. Oh, Don't worry. God. No, you're not. You haven't paid me for the electrical work. I did you twice. This guy's a cunt. Mr. Releasing Raza. that lion on him. I mean, he uh, knows what's going to happen. Uh, the lion's going to eat him and he's gonna, the lion's going to get shot. Yeah, probably. I think Mr. Raza sounds like the Pakistani Dell boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> no. Oh, pay you later, don't worry. Dell boy was a lion. Dell boy was a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, he finally went to the police on the 11th of October after that money, surprise, surprise, <laughs> also failed to materialise. He finally went to the police. He believed him again. <laughs> oh, he set a lion on him. <laughs> that's what I mean. He's like, yeah, I'll pay you. <laughs> don't do the police I'll pay your medical bills <laughs> alright so, you better not so be lying he, this time he sat at home with his fucking face and arm bandaged up can't work mauled by a lion imagine and he's a like, touch oh. of PTSD and imagine yeah. just wakes up in a, <laughs> a cold smidge. sweat every fucking night dreaming of lions eating his face right when did the attack take place it takes 11th of October he went to the police did it say when the attack took? 9th, 9th of September. September? He waited a fucking month! <laughs> <laughs> His wounds are putting on fucking septic! 
when I fix it, he will pay. So. Most trusted man I've ever seen. <laughs> Mr. Rafik, if you are listening, I have some fucking work for you to do, my friend. <laughs> he finally went to the police. <laughs> After a month, a month and two days, <laughs> sat at home with his fucking lion wounds festering. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, your wounds are starting to smell. Oh, yeah, I love, that is amazing. I love the final sentence. Police have lodged a case under Section 324 of the Pakistan Penal Code. <laughs> Section 324, the Lion releasing cats. of lions on electricians. It's at the end of the article. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> what else do you need to know? Mr. Ross has a fucking gullible prick. <laughs> Mr. Rafiq's a psycho oh. with a lion. Oh man, well, well Mr. Raj is a psycho of the lion. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Rafiq is the is the most trusting oh. man on the planet. Mr. Rafiq, I have lots of jobs for you to do yeah. around my house, electrically and otherwise. So, and I'll pay you. I promise. Well, fuck me. I hope the, <laughs> I hope the lion comes out of it. All right, that's it's not the lion's fault. It's not. Although I also do question why a, a caretaker of a religious <laughs> building has a pet lion. Yeah. <laughs> It is weird, isn't it? It is a bit. <laughs> oh, well. You do get the feeling, like Pakistan, that you know, so, you know we have had a few articles from the Indian subcontinent where like monkeys have mm. bashed an old person's head in with rocks, <laughs> yeah. and and you know that guy cut his own head off with a sword, mm. and now we've got a man with a pet lion. So you get the feeling it's a little bit lawless sometimes, <laughs> don't you? Mm. A bit dangerous. I'm thankful least. for little sleepy Shropshire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't think we've got to worry about it's hobbits? Yeah. And pedo gangs. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, we're, we're safe. We'll be safe yeah. <laughs> Not seeing rapist taxi drivers. So. Well, I don't know. You never know. No offence, but I don't think we're really <laughs> yeah. the target, Ben. <laughs> you, you never know. Pretty sure. I you didn't. never know. Um, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be pretty hard. Let's say he does knock one of us unconscious. He's gonna to have to be in pretty good shape to like haul us about and get us in the positions he wants us in. <laughs> well, I've thought about this too much. Somebody's even acted it out. Did <laughs> <laughs> well. you think I pulled the owner? <laughs> no. No, I'm, we shouldn't joke about it. No, we should not. Well, yeah, actually, we. We're a comedy podcast. Let's start our great Ghostbusters debate. Start with the first one. 1984, 7.8, IMDb. Shockingly low. Yeah. I don't know, I think it's about right. Philistine. Eight and a half. Ten. It's timeless. Well, it's not timeless. No, uh, the special effects have faded badly. I wouldn't say badly. I don't think the... Um, Oh, the library bad. ghost. No, that was good. He's alright. Sliver was good. I'm on about the dogs. They were terrible. Well, that's stop motion. Isn't it, it was awful. They had no back legs. Just flat at the back, and they never moved. They just sort of like went. Well, and the the portal into the world was a bit dodgy. But considering it's thirty years old, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Unfortunately, mm. on the budget, probably at the time, and th- the fact that it's thirty. Mm. 35 years ago yeah I don't know what the budget was for this um, it wasn't fair, that but high but it wasn't that high but it was the highest grossing comedy of all time until 1990 yeah. when Home Alone was released wow. and it was really 
made on a speaking of budget it was fucking it was really guerrilla cowboy filmmaking it was yeah they never uh, had work permits yeah like and um, it, the director Ivan Reitman was talking to the head of the studio and he was like told him the idea and he's like okay well how much money do you think you, you're gonna need for this and he didn't have a fucking Scooby do sorry for the Americans that I should have just said he didn't have an idea He'd, the, he'd only made one feature film previously, and that was, I think, Caddyshack, possibly. Mm. And he thought in his head the budget of Caddyshack doubled it, so he was like, 25 million? <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, done, do it. But then he was thinking, like, oh, I've got no fucking idea if this is even possible for 25 million. But So, yeah, they cut some corners. There's a scene where you can literally see the security guard when they're out in the plaza... There's a security guard running into shot mm. as it cuts off. Pretty sure it's where Ray and Peter are talking outside the uni. Yeah. You can see a security guard running into shot. That's an actual security guard. <laughs> actually <laughs> on duty, running across to fucking shoo yeah. everybody away. Yeah. All uh, the films are running through New York, you know, all in the trap. Uh, they just literally set up, right, just mm, run down the street. Mm. It's really expensive yeah. to film in... Uh, on location all, basically no permits nothing just all filmed illegally really yeah. so it was quite a fairly I mean at the time I think it would have been a big budget but it's not as if they had like money coming out of the mm. ass like it was because the, the script had to be like Mr. Stay Puft was supposed to come out of the ocean yeah, yeah. next to the Eiffel the, the Eiffel Tower <laughs> <laughs> what's her name Statue of Liberty, Liberty so, to give it a sense of scale but they were just like that's, that's not doable at all yeah they couldn't want, I don't think it was budget they just couldn't get the shot right mm. I think it's budget man yeah it's interesting to hear with the script because not a lot of it actually followed the script mm. a lot of it was ad-libbed and Bill Murray did most of his lines ad-lib well there's some debate apparently some people think he didn't even read the script and he was just winging it in every scene somebody said on the DVD commentary I read today that Harold Ramis wrote the majority of his lines. He rewrote a lot of this, Harold uh, Ramis did, to be fair. Ramis, well, because fucking Aykroyd's original vision, Mike, was like 40 pages long, and it was into, there was like Ghostbusters all over the world, franchises mm. of them all over the world. They had, um, they were like SWAT teams, yeah. they had wands. Was, there was interdimensional cool. warfare, and oh. like, they go Ghost to hell. Was what it was yeah, called, I think yeah. they, they even go to hell at some point, possibly, and all that, and uh, yeah, and then Harold Ramis was the one that was like, there's a good idea in here. But this is unf unfilmable. Like, <laughs> if you ever want it to be, to come to life, you've got to uh, let's focus on one mm. Ghostbuster team. Yeah. Right, and yeah. put it in the real world. Like, just go away and try that. Yeah, because it was set in uh, the future originally. Yeah. You know, it all sounds awesome. Some of those ideas, though, he like because he's never let go of this idea of like the Ghostbusters becoming a franchise and franchising yeah. out. Like, because I think they did that in a. Did you ever watch? The Extreme Ghostbusters, the cartoon. Probably. I only watched a few episodes as an adult, actually. I never watched it as a kid. And I think that was the... Egon was still in it, training a bunch of new... Yeah. Youngins. Yeah. I've never seen that. So they've always had this idea of it, like... He's always... Because ghosts are going to be everywhere, aren't they? You can't yeah. have four blokes based in New York. Just catching all the ghosts in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah. But when, at the end of the first one... Mm. There was an unwritten, an unfilmed scene where it did become the franchise. It showed you Ghostbusters franchises opening up all over the planet. Yeah. But 
obviously they decided not to go with that because mm. well it was never there was never ever supposed to be a sequel it was no. always going to be all tied up and it kind of is the story ends very nicely yeah they're heroes one of the things that I love about that first one and I don't think this got me as a kid or maybe it did subconsciously is the way that they're like they're tradesmen you know, yeah they're yeah. scientists and obviously brilliant engineers because they built all this shit but they're like plumbers or exterminators or like, yeah, yeah. they're always covered in shit they've got overalls on they're dirty mm. they're smoking it's been a hot you know I mean? they're like plumbers they're like a team of fucking plumbers or something like it's just yeah. working class men yeah they, that's, that's, that's it it's like um, they've got Egon he makes all the, mm, the wonderful stuff mm. the proton packs yeah I mean it's just like that's mm. Interesting idea, like you know Iron Man One, right? You seen Iron Man One, Mike? I have. Oh, sorry, no, I tell you, like it's number two. I haven't seen the second. Right. Mm. Basically, the, the government gets Tony Stark and it says, right, you've got that tech, and we want it, and you have no right to have it as an individual. Mm. Now, do you not think that that would have happened with the Ghostbusters? I mean, they are literally carrying around. Is that not why they're yeah. shut down in between movies? Yeah, though, that's what along the second one, isn't it? Yeah, they've been shut down because it, and they've been prosecuted. Yeah, for damages. But that's also bit. because no one believes mm. that happened. They, I think the, the thing in the second one is that, like, basically that was some huge, massive special effects show. Oh, and they're all they're, frauds. They're, yeah, and you wouldn't want us exposing <laughs> us. <laughs> Oh shit, I've lost my... Oh yeah, so like the sort of working class tradesman element and like the idea that all their shit is like reconditioned, like... M like well, Ecto-1 uh, was a hearse. Yeah, and like, you know, stuff like... Love Ecto-1, by the way. Oh, me too. But stuff like the, 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 the goggles. Yeah. Now, like, they're just like a reconditioned pair of military night vision, which at the time, in 1984, was still like... Uh, I was right. hearing today, they'd only recently declassified, like... Yeah, probably hadn't. But I learned something today that, like... The way they work night vision goggles is it's there's actually an algorithm in there so there's like all this infrared light that we can't see is being converted somehow there's some sciencey stuff mm. happening in those goggles and uh, converting that infrared light into a light that we can see so we get that weird green hue but so in the in the world of ghostbusters then you just sort of egon has just got a, a technology that already exists because they didn't have much money and no. tweaked it a bit instead of looking for the infrared light it's looking for the fucking whatever's, whatever's given off mm. by ghost and you know spectral discharge that yes <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. literally do spectral use that term. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit and uh, I was listening to a really good podcast today with a guy who's been um, commissioned by the you heard of ghost corpse that's the Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd's production company that is in charge of everything Ghostbusters and has been for the last few years. Though. Yeah. They commissioned this guy to write like a technical manu manual for the Ghostbusters oh, stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all canon. It's all from... Mm. So he's had to look at Ecto-1, look at all that shit on the roof. Yeah. And, and explain it. Explain it and come up with some sort of reason that makes sense in the world. I've got to say Ecto-1's better in number two. They pimped it out. Of I all. think it... I love the classic look, yeah. but it's got some weird things on it. Like, do you know, like a plumber's storage pipe, yeah. just a long tube that's to put like pipes in. Mm. 
Why have they got one of them? <laughs> In case they break the plumbing. Uh, uh, oh, On-the-spot repairs. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it does look a bit more... Um, they pimped it out. Yeah, it's it's there, got like, flashing lights down the side. Yeah. And things they did have those, those LCD lights, in, uh, you know, the, the message boards in the first mm. one, but by, by five years later, that technology's come on yeah. a bit and it's sort of brightly coloured now, rather than just red on black. That, mm. man, he, the thing with this franchise is even the fucking sound design is iconic. Yeah, utterly iconic. Can I say that my favourite thing it might be controversial. My favourite mm. thing about the whole Ghostbusters is a theme tune. It's incredible. I yeah. think it's fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah. I it genuinely love that song. Yeah, yeah. I agree too. Yeah. Um, I also listened to a podcast that broke. It's called Pump Up the Jam, where they like, they break down songs like microscopically. Like they'll they'll uh, isolate the bass line mm. and just listen to that and like have experts talking about it. And like they broke it all down. It's all Ray Park Jr., who I didn't know used to be Stevie Wonder's guitar player. Didn't know that. Whoa. So it's all him playing every instrument. And they just broke down. They isolated the guitar riff, and he's yeah. and they're like, "That's a fucking sick yeah. rock song." Like, yeah, awesome. and then you had that awesome bass line. And I love this little factoid. He refused to say the word Ghostbusters on the song because he felt it was beneath him as a as an artist. Like, was this fucking kid shit? <laughs> so he got his girlfriend and like, her friends yeah. to shout Ghostbusters. <laughs> he doesn't say it once in no, that song. It's actually because his son shouted it out. Uh, and he thought, oh, that fits. Mm. I read that it was his daughter and her friends, but you, oh, okay. either way, but it definitely it's wasn't a bunch him. of people. Yeah, it's a bunch <laughs> of people. Some girls he had there mm. for whatever reason, whether it was his daughter and her friends. Or his mm. girlfriend and her friends. And he's like, just do me a favour and just shout Ghostbusters, would yeah. you? Because his son shows you it and he's like, you know what, that fits. It's amazing. But back on the sound design, right? Now, close your eyes and imagine the sound of the proton pack switching on. Yeah. Before it's even fired, just... I can't do it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You can totally hear it. If I played it to you now, you'd go, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Ecto-1 Siren. Yeah. I've never heard a siren like that before or since. Yeah. Like, and if you hear that, you know exactly what that is. You're not going to confuse that with a French ambulance. You will fucking know that's Ecto One. Yeah. The, not just a the theme tune, like the incidental music. Think about yes. the opening scene, yeah. going up to the library. That music that plays there, like the score is incredible. It's so good and so, and it was so made by the seat of their pants. Like yeah. they, they really were, and it Do all just that, came that, together. The library scene just cut to that scene. Uh, that bookcase that fell down, yeah. that wasn't a stunt, mm. it fell over. Oh, right, because <laughs> they do have a pretty good reaction to yeah. that. Soon, and, it was, and, then, and he kept it in, so mm. it adds to the suspense. Yeah, there's a couple of, because we were watching it, it, it worked out nicely actually, obviously watching it for the show, but also i dying to show it to the girls. And we were watching it, just me and the owner, as a kind of, with a parent's eye kind of, you know, is this suitable for them? Not like, the blowjob scene. I came to the conclusion <laughs> yeah. that Ghostbusters one might—they're gonna have to actually wait a little mm. while for that. Yeah, one. they will. Yeah, there's some pretty salty language. Everybody's smoking. Mm. There's a yeah. lot of sexual innuendo. You know, like, uh, doesn't she literally say to when she's possessed Dana Barrett's, "I want you inside me," mm, yeah, and, he, like and he's that. something like, "Oh, on a first date." Like, mm. And there's some actual scares in it. There are some genuine oh, that, scares. That li the library goes scared yeah. the fuck out of me for years. <coughs> um, catch me out every time. And, and I know it's and there. Dana is acting incredibly... I mean, imagine watching that with, a, with an eight-year-old girl and a six-year-old girl when she's getting all sexy and starts... Mm. <laughs> like a dog and like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
you know. Ghostbusters 2, maybe. I think that might be a little bit more suitable. Ah, well, there's a reason for that. Well, they obviously wanted more children to watch it. Basically, because the animated series came out not long after the first film. And it became huge. It became absolutely huge amongst Mm. the five to nine-year-old bracket. Yeah. They're like, right, well, the second one, if we ever do it, Mm. and obviously they were then planning it, and to coax Bill Murray back, Mm. was like, we need to make this a bit more kid friendly. Yeah. But so he still made it for adults. Mm. I know. prefer it. I know I know it's controversial, but And I think the scene I know the special effects might not stand yeah. up, but the scene where the dogs come out of the fucking chair and grab her by the face and drag her into the uh, into the kitchen. Mm. She's literally sitting on her armchair and she and her fucking yeah. dog arms come and they're obviously just human arms. Yeah. But, in, a, in a glove. But they come out and they grab her face and they've got and then she goes, Wah! Yeah, that might be a bit much for the for the little ones, but we'll watch it one day. Think of how special that day's gonna be. It will, yeah. I think, cause I, man, I just look. I've seen it so many times. It's it's never gonna lose its appeal to me. But I was still quite. What struck me rewatching it last uh, this week was uh, how fast it moves. Yeah, things yeah, get going sure. really fucking quick, man. Leave the time for the end. A lot faster yeah. than the remake. Yeah, That's and. Cool. They don't fuck about with like explaining in a good way. It's not like they don't drag it out ten minutes explaining how they built the proton pack or who. They, they just appear fully formed and it just gets off and running really fast. It's paced really really well, and and then after by the time they've been in prison and all that, it's all okay. like it's got a really fucking satisfying finale, and you and it's going to be a long time. Before anybody comes up with a better finale than a fucking how tall is he? Sixty foot marshmallow man. Yeah. Which we don't get over here. No. We we don't half get the joke because that is a joke in itself. Because mm-hmm. he's he's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. He's like a mascot. Yeah. Like I, I try to think of the most friendliest thing. Mm-hmm. If Are somebody you asks you <laughs> if you're a god, mm-hmm. you say yes. We used to toast Stay Puft marshmallows over the yes. fire and <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Camp Wakanda is a camp in Canada where yeah. Dan Aykroyd may well have gone as a child yeah, probably it's like it's not far from where he grew up yeah. so there's every chance that he went there and they put that in That's, it's all these little touches like that that is a very you know because Dan Aykroyd is, is massively into the paranormal oh, yeah his I'm pretty family. sure his grandfather was one his of the dad, founding members of the his Society dad wrote a book. for Psychical Research yeah his dad wrote quite a famous book which I don't know the title of I'm sorry listener and he also attempted to contact ghosts using oh, some weird piece of technology that had no science behind it. But yeah, like most ghosts hunting crew yeah, nowadays. Full, full on into it. But I love Dan Aykroyd's attitude to it all. So I've listened to a few interviews with him now. He's very much like, hey man, I don't know, could, mm. could it all be bullshit, but... I don't know. Well, I think you just believe he's had a lot of psychics. He believes in UFOs. Yeah. yeah, but if you listen to him yeah. talk though, he's very open to the idea that it could all. Yeah, not be true as well. It's not like he's absolutely staked mm. his fucking claim on it, right? But he does claim to have had several UFO encounters, men, yeah. a Men in Black encounter. Yes, the famous Men in uh, Black encounter. Hand job from a ghost. <laughs> blow job from a ghost. Is it a blow job? Oh, uh, well, sorry, the film or I don't know. He has claimed to have had spectrophilia, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Didn't we debunk that? We'll I'm, never debunk that. I'm pretty sure we. Hang on. He says he slept next to a ghost in the bed and he believes she may have been coming on to him but he just snuggled and fell asleep Aww. so it wasn't quite like the scene in the movie where he's 
he's outrageously sucked off. Yeah. You see... Oh, that's you a could, weird you, scene in the film. It is strangely jarring, because it's also a dream sequence. Yeah. But, like, belt unzipping is one thing, and then you see the ghost flowing down, but it's the, it's Ray's fucking comedy orgasm face. Yeah. That's yeah. Just, I mean, he literally goes fucking cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that went over my head as a kid. I had yeah, no idea too. what the fuck was going on there. But that is probably the yeah. bravest yeah. ghost in the world, isn't it? I mean, that ghost has literally gone to Ghostbusters HQ (laughs) to suck off one of the Ghostbusters. Well, actually, it's probably a very clever way to not get busted. They keep Slimer about. Oh, that's true. Definitely keeping this one about. You know what I mean? You know who Slimer's based on? What's his face? Uh, John John Belushi, yeah. Did you know, Mike, the role of Pete Ventman was written specifically for John Belushi, Uh but he died while Ray was Uh right, well... Dan was writing the script and he literally he said on he might have said on Rogan or something I was listening to that he was literally writing a line of dialogue for John Belushi mm. gets a phone call John's dead oh, shit <laughs> so because he was a wild party man just after a good time Slimer is supposed to sort uh. of represent you know the spirit of mm. John Belushi also just called Onion Head yeah it was I find that I find that interesting that it was the audience who gave him the name Slimer. Mm. By Ghostbuster 2, they ignored it, well, in the cartoon, but mm. in the movie, nobody says Slimer. In the script, mm. he's not called Slimer, but I suppose because Bill Murray says, he slimed me. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, people... Also, the animated series, mm. which also remember, Slimer was like, in a way, one of the main characters. He could talk a little bit, couldn't he? Well, they fucking... I used to like that as a kid. They read yeah. by the last two series. They changed the name to Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, because he true. was the main sort of yeah. selling point for kids. Yeah. So by the time the second one rolled round, yeah, he has to have a bit of a bigger yeah. role because um, that's why he's wearing a bus driver's hat. And yeah. Yeah. Driving a bus. He used to like Slime as a kid. Yeah. He's ace. Yeah. What's that like today? Exactly. He always kept sliming Venkman. He yeah. only ever sliming Venkman on purpose, yeah. didn't he? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great! That Actual physical, physical contact! contact. <laughs> <laughs> he slimed me. Oh, I look, you know, sometimes the delivery, you've seen films so many times, there can just be one line, a throwaway line by like a extra that's burnt into your brain. Yeah. The maid after Ray shoots the. Um, the cart that she's pushing, mm. she's picking up like the flaming rush. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he did literally just fire <laughs> nuclear energy at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lift on. Because it occurred to me we haven't had a successful test of this equipment yet. Vegman, <laughs> turn me on, switch me on, Vegman. And I was as like, turn me on, Vegman. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no erotic fan fiction there's a this lot year. of innuendos in this movie oh yeah there's a lot of innuendos so many good fucking lines like one when they're not even one liners they're just lines that have become iconic we came we saw we kicked its ass yeah it's just the light is green trap is clean yeah until just... everything was fine until dickless here turned off the protection yeah. grid. is this true Yes, it's true. This man has no <laughs> yeah. And the, 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 the biggest one, I think the one that got voted into the top 20 on some list of movie quotes, you know, 
Cats and dogs living, living together. together. <laughs> Total pandemonium. Eddie Murphy was going to be Winston. Yeah. He turned it down. Got in Ernie Hudson. Brought him in later to the film because mm. obviously Eddie Murphy was going to be more, you know, mm. comedy. Big, he was the comedy uh, act. The, the uh, bigger name. Bigger mm. name. You know, one of my favourite... she hadn't done, the, wish she'd done that now, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, I love everything about the fucking <coughs> film, but like... So every time I say one of my favourite things, they're all my favourite things, but one of my favourite scenes is like nothing happens, it's just Ray and Winston driving over the bridge in Ecto mm, One. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have that little chat about believing in God and you know, the end times basically. And then just that fucking gorgeous shot. Yeah. It must be from a helicopter or something. Must be, yeah. it, oh it's pretty stock could be stock uh, footage. No, because you actually see Ecto oh, One. Yeah, because you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that sort of purple sky. And I can't remember the song that's played at the time, but it's amazing. There's a couple of I love shit. What song is playing? You know when um, it's really weird. Like all the energy's coming out in Dana's apartment. Smash, believe in magic. Yeah. Believe in magic. It's uh, everything about that fucking movie's perfect. Special it's, effects. They're amazing. No. They were amazing for the time. Yeah, but I don't for the time they were good. But they're still practical. And apparently, I learned today if you um if you slow the footage down. The uh, proton packs, when they fire them, it's yeah. too quick for our eye. If you were to slow it down and look, they put that much thought into it. They're firing the energy out. The beam starts from whatever they're firing at, like lightning oh, strikes. Right. Go. We're seeing it go back from the floor yeah. to the back up, aren't we, when we see a lightning strike? And it's that, if you slow it down and see, like, the beam starts from what it's hit and then <laughs> comes all the way back. Cool. Oh, it's so cool. How did he even think of that? He was sex up, his first idea was fucking ones. What were yeah. they, magic? And then just sitting there and thinking, right, so if we're going to catch ghosts, what equipment would these mm. guys have? And then coming up with has a fucking... Has to be a gun. You're in the US. Has to be gun-shaped. Well, but just even the fact that... Just doing this and miming, reaching yeah. behind you to get your... Um, mm. I think they call that bit of it the wand, actually. They do call it the wand, yeah. yeah. As a nod to the original script. Well, the but stick, they do say in the... Uh, they usually stick. Like, mm. At the very end, Renman's like, got your sticks? And they go, oh! Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what do they say? Oh, Heat them up. Let's fry this bitch. Let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do, do things, things downtown. downtown. Ah! Ah! I fucking love you, Venkman. <laughs> Aim for the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be Venkman so yeah. badly as a child. Laconic scientist who doesn't really give a fuck about yeah. science. Just, look just wants girls. Movie. Look at the start of the movie. He's using science <laughs> as an excuse to pull that hot string. Yeah. And it's just like burning hell Venkman on his fucking office door, really. I think it looks like lipsticks. There's obviously a, a, fe a, a female student. He's already yeah. shagged. And, and he's breaking every ethical code as a teacher. I love him. But he's purposely shocking that, that guy. One of my favourite... You know when Dana first walks into the uh, fire station and you see him fucking sprint <laughs> and vault <laughs> over that thing. Hi, I'm Keith Angle. Oh, he's fucking amazing. The thing is, he's not, he doesn't look like, he look like a ladies' man, does he, no. Bill Murray? He's just like... He's got the confidence. He's just got that charm, hasn't he? Yeah. He's like, hey! He's amazing. Oh, I love him in that movie. He's so... And I love the idea that, basically, obviously, Dan Aykroyd has a history with the supernatural and whatever, but... He got the idea 
for many things, but there used to be a tradition in old Hollywood of comedians, all comedians had a ghost movie. You know right. what I mean? Like Abbott and Costello did a mm. ghost movie. I can't think of any more actors for that period. Harley. Yeah, you know, but around that period it was a trope. Mm. You know, they would do a, a ghost movie, like a comedy ghost movie. So that's where, because he was a Saturday Night Live alumni, yeah. so he was trying to think of something like a, an ensemble thing for me and me mates, like that. Mm-hmm. Like one of them ghosty things. He did two ghost films. That then, what was his Scrooged. Oh, yeah. Fucking I always forget Bill about Scrooge. No, Bill Murray, you want Dan Aykroyd, that's Bill Murray. What about Bill Murray? No, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, okay, sorry. We were on about Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray actually came out, love came out of retirement for this mm. and for Ghostbusters 2 and Scrooge. Because mm-hmm. he, he got over five years, what the, the Columbia studio exec said, he likes the money, but he's not interested. He doesn't give his best. He's not interested in the roles, mm. which is probably true. Because <laughs> as we said, you know, he turns up at fucking events. Mm. He turns up in the park, or just turns up and serves at the bar he, for a while. He does kind of play Bill Murray in his films, doesn't he? Do you think that you know what I mean? Bill like, Murray's not actually Bill Murray? Do you think the real yeah. Bill Murray is just <laughs> doesn't exist? Doesn't exist. <laughs> I think it's a character he's developed over the years. Um, then again, how can all of us say who we really are? I don't all know. playing a character. I liked him in a. Yeah, what is it? Caddyshack. See, I don't like Caddyshack. Do you? I think Bill Murray's great. I just mm. hate the film. To be fair though, I haven't watched that since. Fuck knows. I didn't tell you last time. Genuinely, I, I yeah. tried to watch it. I was like, oh my god, I, I bought mm. it. I was like, I'm going to watch this again. I never said it. I just sat there and like, you know what? I can't get into this. Bill Murray was one of them actors, though. I was that obsessed with Ghostbusters that Bill Murray would just I'd watch anything he's not actually in that much he hasn't done what that much what about Bob that's a good film yeah but have you ever seen I was leading on to even got me to watch he did a little bit of a comeback a few years ago it's quite old now Martin Scorsese's daughter made that movie Lost in Translation yes yeah. he plays the, the washed up star yeah. going to Japan to advertise yeah. whiskey it was okay it's just a drama I found it really sad I was like because at the end yeah. you never you don't know what he whispers to her yeah and there's all these different rumours about it because it's Bill Murray obviously would have said something probably hilarious mm. to the actress to get that reaction from her but like I really enjoyed that movie he's just somebody he's just he'll always be somebody I love I just love those films so much I didn't like that Aquatic with Steve I like Zissou. that I don't like the I, I love it when it goes mental and it just turns into a shootout and like, <laughs> I just don't get his films Wes Anderson mm. and they're, they're just kind of does what he wants to the do. Bounds as well. Mm. He knows whatever someone approaches him for, that he's going to get a certain fee. Mm. And that he's just like, you know what, that sounds interesting, I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, imagine how many big roles he has actually turned down. I mean, he could have done a lot more in the 80s. I mean, he took, in the 80s, come on, he went, it was like everyone was churning that film as left, right, and centre. I do like that, um, uh, we've discussed this before, but that everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people know this fact, but I, I love this fact. It'll never not be weird that the guy who did the voice of Pete Venkman in the cartoon also did the voice of Garfield right. in the cartoons. Well, Bill Murray did Pete Venkman in the films. Oh, and Garfield yeah. in the films. There you go. Yeah. Lorenzo, somebody, is the guy who did Garfield and Pete Venkman. Uh, I watched an episode the other day. I'd forgotten the voices. I they do watched sound it quite similar, don't they? Mm. Vengman's good. He's just got that laconic. Mm, yeah. You know, can't yeah. be asked. 
what is weird, what is unexplainable about the cartoon is though, Egon's hair. Blonde hair <laughs> with his little black like, tail. And a pompadour 50s style, like, <laughs> quiff, <laughs> quiffling. <laughs> like, what is he, a rockabilly bass player? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, is he a fucking scientist? I don't know. Uh, Maybe he's both. Yeah, no See, reason why he couldn't be. Yeah, yeah. Winston says, oh, this job ain't worth 11 five a year. Fuck. Well, in 30 years ago, that was probably quite good money. 1984, 11.5, $11,500. Mm. $11, adjusted for 
in this new one he's like Ray gonna be working at like a um, like a exclusive university somewhere. Peter Venkman's like retired to the you know the the Poconos or something. Um, fucking what what is Winston gonna be serving time for robbery or something? Oh. <laughs> Do they have to go and bust him out of jail? <laughs> Eighteen star but with proton packs. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Well, not that Winston's in jail. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> but the jailbreak scene. <laughs> I like that bit in Stranger Things where they're deciding which Ghostbuster to be. Oh, yeah. The little black kid's like, I'm Venkman. He's like, you've got to be Winston. He's like, no one wants to be Winston. He comes late. He's shit. <laughs> He's like, I, be I like Winston. And He's cool, great. Matt. I just like Ernie Hudson. He's pretty cool. Mm. You know, I mean... They don't exactly give him much more to do in the second one, do they? No, not really. I mean, he's, uh, like the, he's in it from the start, isn't he? But yeah. so I think he has more of a role in the second one, actually. I think he does. I think he was well, probably the animated cartoon. He, yeah. Yeah, is it caught? Yeah. And then when all the shit goes down, he disappears? Yeah, see yeah. Him. <laughs> that's, what I'm that's the thing. It's like, well, do you remember? Oh, he legged just, it. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Well, he's a black man in court, isn't he? Uh, oh! What? I'm just saying, well, yeah, he had a right racism. to be nervous. It's the 1980s New York. It. Institutional <laughs> racism. Mm. He had a right to be nervous. Of course. I love the marshmallow man. I think the marshmallow looks great. I really do. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Awesome idea. Special effects of the ghosts, no, no problem. It's just a few <laughs> things. I do get where you're coming from. It's definitely dated, but mm. I'm not going to shit on it because I think they're good enough we were before CGI. They had to be so much infinitely more fucking creative yeah. and skilled and well, yeah, to build yeah, things yeah. and do camera tricks and you know like you know the scene where um, Dana's floating above the bed apparently Ivan Reitman used to work with an illusionist so he just brought in a professional because that's like a stage thing that you do isn't it mm. like a, an old magician's trick like stuff like that that's like you know, camera tricks, you know, whereas now that she'd just be on wires in front of a green yeah. screen and you'd just put in the background afterwards. And I, and I get what you're saying. It's like, like, like when we're talking about the scene where the hands come out of the sofa and yeah, if you look, it's clearly a human with a glove on and some nails, but you know, they, you had to just do things, show them for a split second. Back then, never thinking that some cunt in the future is going to have this <laughs> 4K resolution DVD yeah. where they can fucking freeze frame mm. it and go, I can see the boom in the shot. Yeah. But I, I just think, I don't like shitting on it because I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> nowadays right, it's a bit of a weak point of it, but that's the only one, really. The only yeah. one. If you were showing it, I suppose, if you were showing so it, I hadn't seen it for like 20 years and I watched mm. it this week, I was like, ooh, ooh, that looks bad. Yeah. I think the effects that matter. Yeah, mm. the ghosts were good. I mean, the, the, the librarian, the dog, the, ghost, the proton pack was a, was, a, was, was a model, was a, was mm. a dummy. That's fine. You know, mm. that works. Marshmallow Man was obviously a bloke in a suit. Yeah, miniatures. Wasn't too bad. No. Slimer and the, uh, the library ghosts were the best. Yeah. Do you know what? I've got literally no godly idea how they did that effect in 1984. Like the ghostly effect, Slimer, to make him translucent. Mm. Must have to film a puppet. Yeah. And it must be like putting film cells on top of each other. Like fit. I, I'm showing myself to look like an idiot now. But well, it was stop motion, didn't uh, they? Just put it in after. He was. There definitely existed a puppet. Apparently, it stank. That's why one of the reasons they called it Onion Head. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I'm talking about the translucent effect of him before mm. computers. Yeah. I've got no fucking god. Well, they did have it. basic. 
computers, they, yeah, they're using it for. Yeah, I think so because Star Wars was the first in '79 to really. 77 to really use it. Yeah, those are laser beams aren't... Uh, oh, yeah, generated. Yeah. Hang on. I need Gotta to know be. now. So from just a quick a quick read where I've seen there, like Slimer was literally worn like a suit. Yeah. And the man had like black legs shot against a black screen and then like puppeted, his facial expressions were puppeted and then those shots are then composite not in a computer though, like mm. sort of Jesus. somehow laid over each other like composite. Mm. Whereas now he like some directors still like to do that, film it physically, but then you go in in the computer just add all mm. those. Yeah, well, that's obviously how um, Thanos was done, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Josh Bro, Josh Brolin. Um, now someone, if I'm really them. butchering that, listener, I'm now very curious to look more deeper into that, into the actual bit of having the so you film the puppet against the the black screen you film the hallway and then like from what I was reading there from like, like physically compositing the the shots wow <laughs> who knows just belch I did cut the slime right mm, yeah literally glue it into Compositing, the scene. yeah that's yeah. I imagine kind of well, that's Jesus painstaking that's, yeah. yeah well and that's why the special effects are really so it's not not sparingly used, but mm. let's face it, they're not overly complicated. Because on the second one rolls around in eight, in eighty eight, eighty eight, no, sorry, eighty nine, ninety for us. Yeah, it's just I was gonna, but I was, I just checked myself there before I said it. I was gonna say did you check yourself or you wrecked yourself. I did. <laughs> I was gonna say it was a little, it was more skilled filmmaking in a way, but it was, it's not. It's just different type of filmmaking to today. Because even today, you're doing all green screen and that. If you film it wrong then you're fucked for the it doesn't matter how good your computer people are if you haven't filmed it yeah the physical bits correctly it's just stuff like I was saying the state of Marshmallow Man does it look better as a like the skill of building a fucking set of miniatures yeah and then getting a dude in a suit and it has to all be it's all about camera angles and things that's and, it and skilled yeah it never fucking occurred to me as a child that it was a man in a suit I didn't no. think about effects as a kid no, I, I you really didn't it's on screen you believe yeah, it yeah I just I knew something was happening I know it's not real but it, no, I never used to sit there and um, oh, that was a better time because <laughs> <laughs> you were a, childishly naive yeah, yeah it was a you better you were questioning time. this is one of my problems with modern no matter how good special effects are I hate when you're aware that you're looking at them yeah, Do you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. even stuff like something like Endgame, even with their giant budget, some effect shots are not as expensive as others, and yeah, you can yeah, fucking absolutely. tell. Yeah. You're you like, can, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, they scrimped a bit on that one. I don't like a fucking PlayStation Two yeah. game. I hate that when you become aware of it. Like you're still yeah, enjoying you're walking it. Walking Dead. It's mm. not like special effects are brilliant. Yeah. yeah By the time we got it. to like season eight, mm. budget was was gone, and it's uh, it's scraped, and you can see it. Uh, you would have thought they'd had more for Game of Thrones a, a lot of the budget for Game of Thrones went on actually animating mm. the dragons and, and like mm. making them look as realistic as possible even down to the, the movement of their scales and things mm. and that's where they spent a huge amount of budget which is probably why the last couple of seasons when we actually had big dragons weren't quite mm. as good let's say yeah I'm sorry about how your dragon show ended <laughs> yeah I didn't. Like I said, there's a support group on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, was shit though. Let me just put it out. <laughs> fucked it up. It was Carry rushed. On. It was rushed. Ghostbusters one. Classic. Do we love it? Oh yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's one of my favorite. It's my go-to movie. It's ingrained it's a, in me. It's a feel-good movie for me. Yeah. I could sit there and watch that film over and over again. I watch it at least once every couple of months. Call it fate. <laughs> Call it luck. Call it karma. I believe everything happens for a reason. Swigs the whiskey. Yeah. Love it. Gotta yeah. say though, for the second. Well, it's very good controversial. Let's get into it. Second. I tell you what, I think it. I think it's funnier. I think it's scarier. Mm-hmm. The, those. I tell you what. Those um, severed heads mm. in the in the subway mm. tunnel. Yeah. Them, they get me every fucking time. Uh-huh. And I know they're coming, but they get me every time. Can't it, Mike? Let's hear. Got a better body. Oh, Vigo versus Marshmallow. I man. think Vigo. But isn't isn't the bad guy of the first one Gozer? Yeah. 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 He's going to destroy the yeah, world. Yeah, but he comes out in the form of a little girl with a silly haircut. I think she's a woman, Mike, oh, with, with a weird icy costume. But he's much cooler. It, yeah, but some yeah. people completely argue. Yeah. A lot of people are like, it's a fucking painting. The bad guy is a painting. Yeah. <laughs> you know that painting's but, still somewhere in the lot creepy. of Columbia pictures? Oh, awesome. But creepy, I think. Mm. Okay. It's got Pimped Out Ecto 1, I mentioned before. Yeah. Pimped Out Ecto 1, yeah, okay. And I love the storyline. Mm. Taxi driver inspired. Yeah. Yeah, all the uh, hate and bile literally overflowing in the city. I do. And like the it. only way to cure it is with love and liberty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hippie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but that look, did look, pull my fact, hippie strings. Well, the thing there. is, like, New York in the 80s. <laughs> New York in the I 80s. I loved it. It is a feel-good scene, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but New York in the eighties was a fucking hate-filled hellhole. hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was. Yeah. Everyone kind of accepts that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I like the I like the idea. Mm. The only thing I have for this film really is is the ending. I think is a little weak. Mm. Oh, I think it's brilliant. I, I don't like the Statue of Liberty thing. Mm. Right. I don't know. I like, I the like fact it, that they're controlling I, it with a yeah, Nintendo fucking cool. controller. I like, I like it, but at the same you time, you know your love. And I keep love the music. Lifting. I, I do love the music. <laughs> on. I don't think yeah. they make Nikes in her size, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's yeah. singing. It's cool, but it's, I don't think. It's I was just... so watching it when I get into Nike. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We'll go over it. I like I the slime. I, I like it. The slime, I think, is. It's cool as well. Like the river slime. When, when he's when he, he's got it in the toast, he's like, "You haven't been sleeping with it, have you?" Yeah. Egon just looks you like you have. It's <laughs> always so the quiet ones. Yeah. <laughs> but that's min- that opening scene though. I got it in the where the fucking the judge is yeah. giving it some and the and it's bubbling. Ah. They're going, "Excuse me, you're on it," and it's that scene. It's, great. it's the Scullery Brothers. <laughs> yeah. like, his delivery is terrible. He's like, uh. They all wanted for murder! <laughs> I sent them to the chair! And you're like, and you're like I watched it and I thought, wow, uh, the whole franchise though, it is not the worst acting performance. That goes to Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Fucking diabolical! <laughs> uh, we'll move on to, we'll move on to the remake. All right. <laughs> I, I like how the film opens. I like that Ray and Winston yeah. are doing are doing birthday parties. Yeah. I love that. It's like yeah. and it's like and Ecto One's like fucking on its last legs. Yeah, he man, he man. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that they start chanting. The, the kid who says, "My dad says you guys, is he you guys are full of shit." Yeah. yeah. 
is Ivan Reitman's son. Oh, uh, who is directing? Who's directing again? Yes, Ghostbusters twenty twenty. I oh he's directing we well, directed this and he's directing again. Mm. But I I do I, I watched it again the other night. No no his son his son is directing. Sorry yeah his yeah. son is directing the next yes. one. I remember directing this one. Right. I do like this movie. I I, I used too? to think it was a weaker one. I don't think it's quite as good as the first. Mm. But. I still think it's a good movie. I don't think it deserves its 6.6 no, yeah. IMDb. It's a bit secret. You can see where it's a bit less gritty. Like, you know, nobody's smoking. Mm. There's less innuendo. Some people... I was listening to some podcast the other day and the guy was saying his favourite part of the movie is the... No, actually, the new director, Ivan's son, yeah. was saying his favourite part of Ghostbusters 2 is the sort of rom-com between... Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. I like all that stuff, like him good, with, with yeah, the they, baby they, and yeah. all that. And yeah, it's cool, man. It's I like that he's because it's not Bill's, it's not Pete Venkman's son, is it? It's like no. so he obviously fucked it up in between movies. Yeah. He still couldn't fucking. I love that he's he's got a shitty little TV show. He's like a cheesy because <laughs> yeah. she says in the first one, you don't seem like a scientist. You're more like a game show host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love the fucking bird on that on the world yeah. of the psychic show. Yeah. And she and she's like, I, I was abducted by an alien. He told me at the end of the world it's gonna be Valentine's mm. Day. He took me to his room. I was drinking alone in the bar of the hotel. He bought me a drink. He took me to his room. He told me at the end of the world. It's like, now you got deep in it. He was like, so aliens have rooms in the Holiday Inn. He's like, she's like, oh. um well, it could have been a room on the spaceship tripped out to look at the honey in. I can't be, I can't be so like that. You're like, you just got date rape, Lord, I'm sorry, but you did. Do, do you like, how do you feel about the Bobby Brown song? That's if true. it's up to us, we've got to it's not Bobby take Brown. control. Oh, actually, no, no, it's the one at we the gotta, end gotta, of them. we got to take control. Yeah. I fucking love that yeah. song. You know, it's the one at the end of them, like, when they do the Ghostbusters song. But it's oh, like that's that. Run DMC's yeah. um, nah. horrible yeah. version. That's you can't fuck with Bobby a masterpiece, Bird, yeah. 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 That yeah. Bobby that Brown song. If it's up to us, we get to take control. It's amazing. I love, like, the little sequence at the end where, you know, it does that thing. I love when movies do this. I don't know why. I just love it. At the end of the movie, where it plays a good song, and then you just see each individual actor yeah. or character. I don't know why I like that. I prefer that at the end rather than the drawn out credits at the start. Keep the party mood going. Yeah. The only bit. I think the whole the shell of slime around Doesn't the look museum great. looks Doesn't a look bit. Great. It even looks shit in '91 though, to be honest. Yeah. But I do like that they just twat it with the. <laughs> It's me- imagine right. The, the, I, I forgot to say this earlier. The, they had a little bit of sway in Hollywood at the time. I guess they were young hot comedians. But yeah. to hand in a script, where in the final third, a sixty-foot-tall version of a well-known fucking marshmallow mascot attacks the city. Like, oh yeah, you can make that. Here's some money. And then, <laughs> well, what's in part two? Oh, well, they get in the Statue of Liberty and they, they fucking walk <laughs> it around like and start hitting buildings with it and stuff. Oh, yeah, go on. It's a little bit oh, fucking weird, though, oh, really. No, it's the reason mental. the second got the fucking green light is because of the animated series. Well, yeah, because it was and that's phenomenal. Why it was, that's why there wasn't so much innuendo. That's why there wasn't yeah. so much smoking. Can you imagine how many... Um, one of because my, they're looking at the kid market at yeah. this point. One of my earliest memories is a shit and awesome memory at the same time. I got my tonsils taken home and I can still to this day, one of my earliest memories is the nurse when I was going in, she said, 
you're going to feel a little prick in your arm I'm going to count backwards from five and you're going to go to sleep and I could still remember looking at her like what and then oh, I am oh she wasn't shitting me <laughs> anyway woke up the next day not feeling good I had a hospital gown on and everything I was on the children's ward but I wasn't happy it wasn't nice you know what I got that day the day after the operation that's the day I got Ecto-1 in the toy range from the cartoon yeah. the real Ghostbusters Ecto-1 I already had some figures I'll never fucking other kids on the ward were jealous it came in a purple box yeah oh, what a memory but yeah so that's what I was talking about those toys think of how many millions tens oh, of millions of God. dollars of action figures were sold off the I back had the of the car, cartoon I had the yeah. action figures I had the proton pack I had the trap the, li- the little toilet that you pushed along and it fucking the, I, literally they, it, they sold a yeah. toilet that you pushed along and as you pushed it along the the lid came up and like a, a tongue and teeth yeah. came out like that they're quite innovative for the time really. they're all plastic and they're all well. quite weird and creepy there was the granny do you remember the granny yeah, you'd, yeah, yeah. you'd squeeze it like that and the whole front of the fucking granny would open yeah. up and it'd be like bah they were pretty mad little toys on the extreme Ghostbusters toys I remember having the Winston figure and if you press the button on the front his 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 head spin round drop his jaw would come down you squeeze their arms and legs and they would do these like the way the toy would work is quite genius actually it's like a corkscrew so the mouths are shut squeeze the arm and the top part of the head spins round and goes up really quickly so then it's span up and there's this giant open mouth then so yeah. it looks like they're shitting themselves they did it was like with Batman toys you had like your four original Ghostbusters then you had like about 12 different versions there were ones I had ones where they were in suits with helmets on that's the one that I had with the and you could turn the head yeah, yeah. turn the head from like a normal face to a scared face they, they yeah they sold millions so it was a pretty sound business decision to maybe that's it make a second one now, which wasn't... was only the film because the animated series mm. Janine's appearance mm. and Michael had a crush on Janine when oh, she's oh, hot in part yeah. two she hot changed her thing. appearance yeah. was changed to match her, appear- her character in the animated series I love her entire Ghostbusters what do you want <laughs> <laughs> it's probably New York yeah, accent yeah, isn't it? I love it I do love it it's mad like, I was talking about this to Leona like, the fact that there are real women remember the one from Friends because to us for our American listeners as British people we only see these people on TV to imagine that there are actual human beings in the world who oh my god <laughs> I mean how, how do you Ghostbusters what are you dropping off or picking up yeah. <laughs> and Egon I, I missed it I should have mentioned when we in part one he's prophetic she's trying to chat to him about magazines she's been reading and he comes up from the desk and he goes print is dead yeah. now, in, in 1984 he was a bit ahead of his time yeah. but, uh, that's how it, I mean this is a man who built miniature hadron colliders 30 years before yeah. CERN was able to build mm. I mean he's got to be Einstein level oh fuck yeah genius he yeah, just, in the first one he's, he's, in, he's featured on some scientific mm. journal it's like the greatest scientist. He should be the mm. greatest scientist that ever fucking lived, yeah. shouldn't he? He's, I mean, but as we go back to the Iron Man 2 thing, mm. which we didn't, I don't think we finished, surely the US government would want that tech, wouldn't they? I mean, oh, we did go through, yeah, but mm. that's why they got shut down. But as a weapon, though, it 
it's nowhere near. I know they're destructive. It sets toilet rolls on fires and things. But it's not as good. in the courtroom scene. It's going through the wooden benches. Yeah, but that's still not as good as a rocket launcher, is it, or a machine well, gun? It's not bad if you just. It's got five thousand year half life. You haven't got my ammunition. Mm. You're vaporizing whatever it touches. Just don't cross the streams. That would be very bad. I can't remember the exact quote. Uh, full proton. Full protonic reversal. Mm. Imagine every molecule in your yeah. body exploding at the same time and that happening anywhere in the world or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. Don't cross the streams, but then it do cross the streams. Oh, well, you have to, doesn't it? And it works. It works. It's full, to, full oh. protonic reversal. So, number two. The number plot two. line is essentially... The same. The same, but it, but it, the, so David gets in trouble. It's not Goza though. It's it's Vigo, Vigo the Carpathian. One ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a massive noggin. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a serious melon on him. Well, he was a boxer, a wrestler in Germany <laughs> in the fifties. I mean, he's an imposing dude, though, isn't he? <laughs> massive. He was very annoyed that Max von Sydow did his uh, did his lines. Mm. He read all his lines. Oh, it isn't him. Oh, I tell you, he was good as well. I tell you what thing I did, I did find fucking creepy as a child was Dana Spass. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Then his eyes turn into fucking beams in the mm. corridor. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about it. He's a good actor. Yeah. So, so wait, so yeah, I'm trying to get my head around the plot. So Basically, be, the Dana has, is now moved on as a kid and divorced. Yeah. She's, she's gone from being a violinist to a fucking classical painter. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, she's gone from being a classical violinist <laughs> to a, a, a painting restorer. Yeah. You've got the creepy Eastern European guy who keeps mm. hitting on her, but she's not interested. Yeah. Well, he's not Eastern European, he's an American actor, he's part of the accent. Yeah. Uh, got really into the role of power, and he even invented a Carpathian flag. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're telling me Carpathia is not a real country? It's, 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 a, part, it's a province. It's, right. It may have been a country at some point, but no, it's certainly a more of a province. Right. And you got this Vigo character, the scourge of Moldavia. Oh. <laughs> when his head died an hour later, said, mm. death is but a death is but a window, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't understand though is why he sat on a throne of blood. Mm. On, a, on a mountain of skulls? Yeah, but it's a throne of blood. Well, I a, mean, you'd just fall through it, wouldn't you? It's a bit moist, isn't it? it? You get, you'd, you'd be getting trench yeah. foot in your arse. <laughs> <laughs> so where does the slime come in? Because I haven't watched it for a while. I think that was like the, the, um, the, the manifestation. It's his magic, but he's mm. feeding off the negative yeah. energy of the city right. to make himself... Yeah. And there is a lot of negative energy yeah. to feed mm. off of. That is a cool fucking yeah. idea, isn't it? I love... Like, where they're screaming stuff at the toaster. Yeah. And just... <laughs> but I do love the bit where he goes down there, and first he's dropping yeah. in, and Egon's drilling the road. Yeah. And the policeman turns up, he's like, hey, boss, boss, why am I drilling? Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, oh, and he just... P- Peter goes in into that. full con man yeah. mode. Full, full yeah. con man, full New York... Yeah. New York. New York, yeah. New York city worker mode. Yeah. And then he's like, and then the, the, the electrical board guy turns up, he's like, oh, yeah. the gas lines are over there, and he like, slaps. Seagull over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I told you they were over there. <laughs> I told you they were over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. Fun. And the low and radio, and he's getting attacked by the slime. Yeah. And he's like, guys, and then he cracks yeah. the thing, and the two towers are there. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, well. 
You still wouldn't be if it wasn't for the Bush government. Allegedly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well we could blame... Um, what's her name? Oh, fuck it out. The bad guy from the first one. Gozer. 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 That's it. Gozer. The Gozerian. Are you the gatekeeper? I mean, that, oh, that, all that shit we didn't touch. Took a, you didn't touch it. There's a lot of sex you didn't do there. Are you the key master? Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to have to make... Look, are you the key master? Mm. I just love that the imagery. Sorry, we're going back a little bit now, but like when Dana's apartment blows up and she's just lying on the, like, so the front of her penthouse apartment's gone, but she's still just there on the sofa, like, yeah. oh, it's fucking. Actually, there's it. a little bit of character development in mm. that scene because a lot it came with a bit of criticism. Because Bill Murray's uh, Bankman rings uh, mm. Egon and raises like, oh, I've just met the uh, the gatekeeper, and he's like, oh, yeah. we've got the key master here. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't should let we you get this together. Oh no, we shouldn't. Yeah. He doses her up, doesn't he? Mm. Now, why has Pete Bankman got mm. sedatives on him? He's gone on a date. Mm. Why has he got sedatives on him? Good point. Well, apparently, the drug he uses mm. had a very different meaning in the 80s in the, in the drug scene, and it's to do with bringing yourself down off a high. Oh. So, it, it kind of hints that Bankman at this point is a, is a recreational mm. drug user. Mm. Or oh, it's just a plot hole. Always a plot hole. But that drug did have that specific uh, use in the 80s and it became later mm. on a date rape drug. Well, if the character was initially written for John Belushi, who was a famous cocaine, voracious cocaine consumer, oh, yeah. then I don't know, possibly that was a leftover. Now, I think it's more likely to be that we need a reason, we need Dana to calm down, yeah. to move on from this. Thing. Otherwise, she'll just be floating around and going mad in there. I don't know. Then saying that, I mean, you know, she was literally offering herself to him on a plate. Mm. He says, "Are oh, you with the keymaster?" Yes, yes, I am. On the yeah. second, on the second attempt, isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh," and he's like, "Oh, take me now." And he's like, "Oh, I think you're a little bit too." Mm. No, I, I don't think Pete's a date raper. He's a fucking leader of the <laughs> Ghostbusters, man. Oh, that's it. No, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that, that drug had a different use at uh, the time. I think people have got too much time on their hands. Well, so do I. I'm just saying that's something I read earlier. So, number two, you got any more? Um, anything you want to add? Uh, yeah, I love the Titanic scene. Yes. Hey, yeah. you know who pops up in that? Cheech and Chong guy. Yeah. yeah. Cheech, Cheech Marin. Yeah. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> yeah, apparently Benjamin was going to say that. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was, and it was even Pier 54 where the Titanic was due to dock. Uh, so, uh, but allegedly it was going to be the Hindenburg. Oh, but yeah. It showed up instead of the Titanic, and they thought, well, eh, the Titanic's going to be one more no, yeah. so we'll do that. But I love that. I love that special effect actually, with the, mm. the ship dock with a massive mm. hole in its side, mm. and all the people getting off. I love that. That's one of my yeah. favourite bits of the film actually. Right. It's I, always the one bit that stuck with me as a kid. I love the stuff like in both films. My favourite scene, or well not favourite again, scenes I, excuse me, scenes I love are uh, in the mayor's office. Yeah, the second yeah. one, they've come out of the, the insane asylum. asylum yeah. like, He's yeah, like, where are the ghosts? Give me the ghostbusters. Uh, where are they? Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah, that guy. I forgot yeah. about it. the mayor's second in command. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of the Walter Peck of yeah. part two. And he's he? like, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I have a commit. Yeah. Apparently Bill Murray's brother-in-law plays one of the cards as well. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, I love oh, it. Oh, shit, I know we didn't say. That phone thing, when the first one came out, this is a good, a good bit of mm. trivia, sorry, I, I should have said it earlier. But to keep the film's run going, mm. was it um, Ivan Reitman basically set up, you know, they did a trailer for the film, mm. 
but put it on TV and to change the phone number yeah. to a, one you could dial. Oh, so you could actually And they it. actually had yeah. a thousand calls an hour Fucking for 24 hell. hours for something like six weeks. Six weeks, yeah. Six weeks. We're ready to believe you. And these are featured recordings of the cast. You know, mm. we're at Busting Ghosts right now. Oh, awesome. I love shit like that. But, I mean, that probably costs to ring. I mean, this. Yeah. No, one eight hundred is a free number. Is it? Is it? No, I think. Don't do. I don't know. I know that the WWF used to have a scam running for fucking years before the internet, where you could phone this hotline to get uh, exclusive information and access, and like it was literally charging Five people. Dollars a like, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were making tens of thousands of pounds off of it a fucking Capitalist week. Pigs. Vulture <laughs> 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 uh, <Bolchie> capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> what about the third one then? The remake. The, the remake. remake. Well, I don't know against it. I don't like it because it's women. I just think it's a poor film. I watched it last night and I almost turned it off mm. halfway through. I thought it was boring. Mm. It went on, it droned on. Chris Hemsworth was awful. Mm. But halfway through the film and towards the end, I thought it picked up picked and I thought it was alright. The action scenes are good. Mm. Special effects are second to none. I enjoyed the bit they were actually testing the proton yeah. packs during the subway tunnel. I liked the. And then it was on a trolley, it wasn't back mounted. I've only I watched didn't like the once. six shooter proton pack things. I, I didn't mind that. I'll be fully honest, full disclosure. When I first heard of it, I thought, oh, fuck off. Not because it was all female because it was all anything because yeah. it was a remake I literally I actually thought like, they did a good job like I said the well, only bad actor was the male yeah well I was vehemently against it when I heard it but I wasn't one of these dicks online giving anyone any shit about it I just thought oh don't touch my Ghostbusters but I, and I had the same attitude that I had to Robocop because Robocop is sacred to me I was annoyed about the remake but then I, I read a comment somewhere online that just said hey it doesn't cancel the original one the original one still exists yeah. that can still be your Robocop and I was like yeah it can and eventually I watched that new Robocop and felt vindicated because I was like yeah it's no it doesn't fucking touch the original no. but I was definitely against the idea of rebooting it because I thought at the time I'm not sure if Harold Ramis had actually passed on and it was one of them where I was like you've got all four guys like what don't reboot it uh, well, at least I don't, but, it was a, you've got all four guys mm. Or all three surviving ones, anyway. Put them in and put us passing the torch on. Do do some but continuation. But I did watch it. But I did watch it eventually. I didn't go to the cinema. No, you didn't. Um, but I felt I needed to watch it because as I saw the backlash develop, because I was, uh, I'm talking early days. I was against it before I probably even knew it was all female. When I saw that really fucking anti-female backlash starting to develop, to develop, I was like, oh well, I don't want any fucking part of that because like, people are just showing themselves up really on online like well I won't pay to see it we waited till uh, I don't know if we got the DVD I think it came or, on Netflix what, it definitely Netflix watched it at home I watched it on Netflix and was pleasantly surprised yeah it was alright um, I won't watch it again I don't think unless no, it's on no. and I'm flicking through maybe I it, might watch it with the it girls was decent, one day solid 6 out of 10 I think let yeah, it, the beginning, the beginning it let it down but I mean I, I, I watched it in two parts. I think I was watching it in the afternoon before work mm. or some night, so I watched half of it one day, half of it another. Mm. It was, it was yeah, like, six out of ten. Yeah. Didn't mind it. It kept my attention. There were yeah. some bright lights, some flashing Don't want to go back to it. As a first viewing, yeah. only viewing, it was all right. It was always doomed to fail uh, exactly. for two reasons. It was reasons. always doomed to fail. One, the, the originals are still... Revered. Beloved. 
and the second reason is unfortunately there's a lot of people who perceive Hollywood to have a feminist agenda an SJW agenda which is part, uh, a lot of the backlash to yeah, Force Awakens well, yeah. all this kind of stuff so it, there's a whole section of society quite a loud veris, voracious voracious vocal vocal but it's a word for vocal but it's along those lines anyway that are incredibly loud online about just like fuck Hollywood's SJW I'm not watching this shit and so it was due by by make that is a statement to make the first one was all male so this one's going to be all female unfortunately the fragile male psyches of a lot of moviegoers were just like fuck off but the vitriol was completely Ooh. like all oh, the comments some actors on IMB, IMDb I'm really sorry that I don't know her name but the, the black actress I'm really sorry sorry listener uh, 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 comedian isn't she yeah. she's, uh, but she like had to leave Twitter and stuff yeah yeah oh. Just like I mean, come on, guys! You could just just go and watch the original if if it means that much to you. You don't. It wasn't made for you. And one of the good comments I heard was I can't remember who said it, but it was one of the actresses or maybe the director. But somebody was like, "Look at the screenings and that. There's like little girls dressed as Ghostbusters, like having the time of their fucking lives. To them, it's really fucking important. Like, so let them have it. Like, it's not, you know. And it's Ghostbusters." So I like it. Child of the 80s, mm. I love Ghostbusters. They remake it. I couldn't give two shits who plays anyone in any role. I really couldn't. I genuinely don't care. You just care if it's a good like, movie. If they want a female James Bond, couldn't give a shit as long as they do a good job in the role. Nah, nah, <laughs> I will fucking moan about that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking pandering. Just call her 008. No, because... Why does she have to play... So what's she going to be called? Jane Bond. Just idea, write a new fucking character, you lazy is cunt. The, 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 the password, the, the, the code name of yeah, James Bond in 007 is passed on from agent to agent. That's mm. to explain how he went from being quite young in Sean Connery mm. to be old with Roger Moore and then back mm. to you again. Well, I get that. Like, anyway, either way, mm. the idea is that that's a code name passed on. Apparently the new one, 007, is going to be a chick. Nah, they won't. It's chick. <laughs> now I am standing with my feminist rights. I've got her a chick. <laughs> I think she's gonna be a lady. She's gonna be a woman. I think um, they. And it's because he's been in the suit. So that that name and number is passed down. Absolute pandering. It's fucking bullshit. Write a fucking write a new fresh because original it female hero. Its ass. It will. It will die a thousand horrific deaths. That's why they won't do it. No, no, if they wrote a new one and called a double O eight, it'd fall flat its ass. If not as flat as fucking no. making James Bond a woman and no, still no, calling it, it. What's it going to be called? So it'll be called um, LC Jones 007. Who the fuck's going to go and fucking watch that? Oh, the name's Jones, LC Jones. Oh, fuck off, that's James Bond's line. It won't fucking work. I reckon that would die way more than writing a new. She's double O whatever. What's a theme? Mm, What's a girly well, number? 0069. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 0032. No, no, she's, she's 32 double D. <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking Leslie Olsen film where Oh, Spy Hard, Agent WD 40. <laughs> oh, man. But no, even. Oh, let's go back to the, the Ghostbusters 3 thing. All right, she's. You know, nothing is a woman being it. I don't care. As long as they do a role, well, I don't care. I just didn't think it was a great film. No. I mean, but it's Ghostbusters, so I like it. 
Because mm. I'm not a narrow-minded, sexist, masochistic prick. So ma- what's, what's the word for being someone who's uber-masculine? Um, chauvinist. Yeah. Chauvinist pig. Couldn't give two shits. Yeah, I... You know, it was alright. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining enough. Kept me entertained for a couple of afternoons. It's great. Alright. It's not as good as the first one. It's not as good as the second one. But, kept me going. And there is going right, to be... Can we all stop being politically correct now? It's fucking wank. No, 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 honestly, <laughs> I'm, ain't that joking, bad. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's, the first off, it is wank. That's what lets it down. It's I think it's the pacing. Yeah, it's the pacing. Yeah, like the first one and the second one, they're, they're quite quick to move. Yeah. Yeah, they're good sort of 90 minute films Ecto 1's a bit shit what about Ghost yeah Ghostbusters Ecto 1 ain't great 2020 then oh, very excited now yeah. if you're listening to this and you would like I'm not going to give any spoilers because nobody's really got any spoilers but if you want to be completely fucking info free skip forward a bit skip 10 minutes you've been warned starting now 10 minutes well we'll see 2 minutes <laughs> I don't know oh go on then well, what do you know about it so far nothing I've seen the, f- the, the trailer with the um Ecto one under the. Under I mean, the even there. I mean, yeah. no. something forming in the clouds above mm. it. The wind's whipping up, and the. And if you look, comes in a little. If you look really close, as the shot is, it's essentially just one long tracking shot zooming in on a barn. If yeah. you look at the the fence that it zooms past, there's like gunk ectoplasm uh. tracks in. It's the creepy music from the first one. Yeah. And you can see somebody's trying to fire up a proton pack. It's mm. like a... Mm. And it zooms in, 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 in. There's something under a sheet. The wind flaps up the sheet and you can see it's a shitty, broken down old back end of Ecto-1. Yeah, it's got the It just cuts to black door. and it says summer 2020 and you hear the sound of a proton pack switching yeah. on and there is a, yeah. in the clouds above the bar fuck your stupid split arse movie this one's gonna be even better <laughs> in the uh, there is actually above the barn where Ecto mm. 1 is being kept there is a, a like a, a demon face forms above it mm-hmm. as the uh, the lightning crashes it kind of forms a demon face so, in, the, in the clouds and we know that it's gonna focus on Essentially, don't essentially get. Essentially, what the third one should have been. Don't get too excited about the original cast. They're going to have very small roles in it. It's about a new generation, and all evidence is pointing towards it's going to be Egon Spengler's children. Because I've seen a picture of a kid in a Ghostbuster suit hanging out at the side of a broken down old Ecto One, looking. Exactly like he's got the Egon glasses on, he's got Egon kids. If it's all kids, that's going to annoy me. Mm. Well, I I don't want to be kids, I want to be, you know, people of a certain age to take on. Well, prepared to be annoyed because. I want to be like the Goonies with Ghostbusters packs. Hey! I think that might be what you're getting. Uh, What we want want is what we've said before the new ones, alright, it might be kids, whatever. Again, their asses kicked by something, and then the originals turn up. My guess Do is. Do. Ray. Egon. Egon. There's the ghost of Egon Spengler. My guess is. <laughs> Egon Spengler's kid, for some reason. Because one other bit of information I know is Paul Rudd is playing. Because I think this one is set. It's not set in New York, it's actually out in the sticks. So Paul Rudd is playing a summer school teacher who is trying to investigate earthquakes that keep happening that right. nobody's paying any attention to so my guess is in this little town where maybe Egon's 
wife and children. Janine, hopefully, because uh, she's back here. No, no, no. If no. you think to part two, Janine was shot. Oh, yeah, she was. Um, you haven't mentioned Rick Moranis at all yet. No, he could be a nice surprise in there. We'll see. So, I'm guessing. No, I mean, like in any of the no. commentary. Uh, right. Rick Moranis, great in both yeah. 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 So. Flawless comedy actor in the 80s. Yeah, I like him. It's set in a small town. It's Egon's kid. There's a barn, old equipment. There's going to be some ghosts. They're going to find their dad's old shit. They're going to maybe call Uncle Ray. Yeah. Uh, it should be great. I, Ivan Reitman's son, fuck, Reitman Jr. <laughs> he, he's got so much riding on this because I listened to an interview with him where he's just like, he is trying to make his dad proud. Yeah. He's a script writer, he's the director, and his dad was the script writer and director, whatever, and he is heavily emotionally invested in making a movie that would make his father proud, which would lead me to believe, and he's our age, our generation, yeah. he knows what this means. There's every chance, even if it is starring a cast of children, that it's going to be really fucking good well, yeah, that, that kid from Stranger Things is a he's pretty good actor isn't he I mean, he's I brilliant I mean it's but I don't think he's going to be just I think, I think you know the originals gonna, I think the originals might have a little bit more of a role that's the selling point isn't it There's, you've got the three guys back mm, I wouldn't get so uh, it, it, they may be cameos at best oh, yeah but the, yeah, but they're going to be cameos it's, themselves, aren't they? Dan Aykroyd says it's a continuation and a passing on to the next generation. They're going to have some kind of mm. training montage role, surely? No, I think it's going to be more a case of, like, we found Dad's old car in the barn. Dre's car, you know. technically. Well, yeah, I suppose, but Egon would have done all the... Uh, he would have done all the... Because I was confused because I was thinking because of the farm setting in that trailer, like, oh, is that Ray on his old farm? I was He's gone down that, to yeah. the barn house, but Ray sold the farm. Well, he mortgaged it. <laughs> oh, remortgaged it. So it could be Ray's farm. Did do so? Okay, do the kids go and find Uncle Ray at his farm? Yeah. Uncle Ray's like, oh, I don't do any of that shit anymore. Like, and then they force him back into it. I think we'll see Ray. I think we'll see Dan Aykroyd more than we see with Bill Murray. I think we'll mm. see Ernie Hudson more than we see with Bill Murray. Mm. I think Bill's just like turning up, to, like you say, for the, for the third one, not to be a twat. Mm. And I think you'll see more of them than you do Old Ramis. <laughs> well, well, definitely. <laughs> there was some talk of you know Princess Leia style reconstructing of him. They will have. Fuck loads of audio recorded from the video game. Oh, and as well, uh, remember, there's a lot of cut scenes yeah. in both movies. So they could do a bit of that. They even, how cool is this? You know, in um, Captain Marvel, it's set, I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Well, it's set in the 90s, and Stanley's cameo, it's set in the mid 90s. He's on a bus on his way. Remember, he was in Morats in 1995. Yeah. So he's on the way to the Morats audition holding the yeah. script with Morats written on it but Stan was so old at the time of shooting that his voice wasn't very strong so the head of Marvel cinema or whatever like called Kevin Smith and was like do you have any like uncut scenes anything like any Stan dialogue basically so we could like you know take words and stick yeah. them together because we can't get a good line out of it basically he's too too old and weak and they did so like 
they could do something similar, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's yeah. seamless in the movie. It, you know, it doesn't even cross your mind. You just like, but you go and watch it the second time. Oh, yeah, he sounds like fucking 30 years younger. <laughs> so, yeah, they could do some of that with it. I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about seeing ghostly Egon. I don't want Egon to be a ghost. Does everyone become a ghost? Or do you have to be unsettled to become a ghost? Well, you see, this is... They don't go well, into it. Well, this is what they Heaven say. and they hell. They purposely didn't go into it, did they? Yeah, they didn't discuss it, yeah. religion or... It's a dimension. They just... Yeah. Well, they it's saw... They, say it was sign, they tried yeah. to give a scientific That's it. It's it's ne- negative energy. That the, the proton packs are positively charged energy. Let's, let's yeah. move on. Should we have a quick break and then we'll move mm. on to the equipment they use yeah. and little bits of factoid, fan trivia, shall we say? Yeah, man. Alright, so let's just have a quick brief look at what they use, because I mean this stuff's scientific. This is the proton pack. Don't call it a proton pack until number two, though. Uh-huh. They don't refer to it as a proton pack until they go into the uh, the tunnel. Says we should go back and get our proton packs. Yeah. No one refers to it as that. Positively charged ions that count as the negative energy of the ghost. Nuclear power and a half-life of 5,000 years. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> the PKE meter, the cute little thing you see, the little antenna pop out, all light up. Didn't they? They used a, a version of an Android cop. Ah, they? It is the psychokinetic energy meter. It detects and directs the user to the energy's location. Simple as. Hmm. Walking around in the hotel. In the remake, it was shaped like a vagina. Was it? Hmm. You've seen it spinning, it might look to me like a vagina. <laughs> Maybe I've just got fannies on the brain. <laughs> Who knows? Come on. <laughs> Fanny is ass in America, remember? We're not in America, are we? We're speaking the Queen's diet. Yeah. <laughs> the Queen's fanny. <laughs> Oof, I don't want to see that. <laughs> but that's haunted. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, the trap. The ghost containment unit. Basically. They trap the ghosts for transportion to the containment unit. Mm. So all I can find on the, on the wiki fandom for this. No one seems to know how it works. It just traps ghosts. <laughs> to a containment facility. Yes, the containment system. The nice containment system, storage facility, or protection grid. A laser confinement grid that holds and restrains all the vapors and entities that are called. Until the dickless ears are sharp. I do love it when it goes was well, when finally Egon gets so pissed off with him that he fucking physically goes for him mm. when they're all outside just before they get arrested and that. He's he just says, switched your up. Mother. To, yes, it your mother. What <laughs> <laughs> Egon? Don't fuck with a man's protection grid. Yeah, you never fuck with yeah. a man's protection grid. He spent hours on that. Oh, hours? Well, fucking hell, years probably. That's a big twinkie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, it's a Twinkie, damn it. It's American confection. I know, but... I didn't know as a kid. Yeah. I've never had it. I'm, I'm, Me either. I think oh, it's got it's cream in the middle, hasn't it? It has. She has like a sponge bar with cream in the middle. Mm. Looks fucking um, nice, to be fair. It does. That's why, that's why um, Tallahassee from Zombieland is always mm. after them. He's... Tallahassee, what a name. And, of course, the ecto-goggles. Yeah. They just enable the whale to see invisible ghosts and visually track uh, PKE. No, my favourite thing about the ghost goggles is that they are a heads up they're basically connected to the pke meter pke meter ah. so if you don't want to be walking around looking at your meter the goggles link up to it it's giving you the same reading right. mm. so as much as we love ghostbusters the films mm. 
and the whole premise of it because I don't know about you guys but if Ghostbusters is a real thing I'd be busting my ass to be a Ghostbuster <laughs> it's my dream job it would be fun it always has been since I was a kid shame it's all a load of bollocks and it? <laughs> <laughs> and let's move on to that nice segue there Mike no, I'm on the fence huh? I'm on the fence you always have the fence. <laughs> You've got that many fucking no. splinters. The doctor refuses to take them out nowadays. I am, but until there's, I can't. It's, it's been no proof, mm-hmm. man. No proof. Well, this is our point. And where's the Stone Age fucking ghosts? And this, this is the point about where's ghost, ghost pigs, pigs and ghost if, birds. If every single ghost, uh, and they say, okay, all right, you know, every single person got murdered, or they got murdered brutally there, there's a ghost on them. Why aren't they helping the police track down their fucking murderer? You know, where are I can't believe you. I, because if films have taught us anything, it's not like the ghost can wander in and go, excuse me, I'd like to speak to an officer. They go in and go, and everyone runs off. I just guess that it doesn't, it, it must hurt to be a ghost or something because none of them look fucking happy about it. In Ghostbusters, they certainly don't. No. That's a negative energy, maybe that's... As you also, also should point out, Slimer may have been a bus driver in his previous life. Mm. Ah. He's on the bus, isn't he? Yeah. Nah, I think Simon. Simon's just there. I, I think Simon was sure a ride, to be fair. But he yeah. does get Rick Moranis there safely. Yeah. Rick Moranis. There is a deleted scene, actually, of... where uh, Rick Moranis tries to bust Slimer because mm. he's stealing his sandwiches. <laughs> uh, he, to, he wants to prove himself as a ghost. That's quite stuff. a heartfelt thing, actually, at the end, isn't it? I suppose, Mike, when... Lewis thinks that it's him that's achieved it. Yeah. And they're all crowding round him and he's got his earmuffs. Mm-hmm. Bless him. Muffs. <laughs> Muffs. Sorry. Yeah. So if you want to go real ghost busting, or ghost hunting, should we say, mm-hmm. you will need an EMF meter, an electromagnetic frequency meter. It measures ambient surrounding electromagnetic fields. Either AC electromagnetic fields, which are emitted from man-made sources, but or who DC says ghosts fields. give off fucking mm-hmm. electric? Well, this is the point. DC fields occur naturally in Earth's magnetic field. Now, the thing is with these is you can set them off on a mobile phone. You can set them off with camcorder batteries. You can set them off with anything that's electrical and man-made. And, and no one's ever found yeah. anything. So fucking the equipment needs upgrading or changing completely. Well, no, you know what I mean? It ain't working, is it? No, it ain't working. EMF meters are originally designed for detecting wiring in the fucking walls, so you know where to fucking tap your nail, mm. put your shelf up, right? They've adapted. I'm using quotes, air quotes for the listeners. They've adapted this technology to pick up. On ghosts, right? So none of that them. shit has got a fucking can hold a candle. All this technology, all yeah. the Ghostbusters technology, none of it can hold a candle to Derek Akora. <laughs> <laughs> Just take him with you, and he'll well, find Well, funny if you say that later on. We'll digital thermometers apparently temperature drops are associated with ghosts. So if there's a cold spot in a room, could be a ghost. You have handheld or static video cameras to pick stuff up. It's not specifically ghost-busting <laughs> no, equipment. No, it's ghost-hunting equipment is they, what we use now. They are clutching at fucking straws. What have they ever seen on their on, video cameras? Uh, have, you ever, you ever watched this ghost hunting? I watched some of this ghost-hunting stuff this week. I can't. No, and I struggled to get through it. It's all bollocks. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, they've been fucking... The, 
the ghost hunters in American TV, they're, they're like blue-collar guys who go like, looking for these ghosts. It makes it's like, me... That show's over 10 years. And they've never filmed me... fucking evidence of it. How can a show... How do these show Like, looking for Bigfoot, ghost hunting, all this shit. Yeah. How can a, a premise that's never reached just maintain you for fucking three seasons? Yeah. They don't ten, catch anything. 10 years, guys. Oh, 10 years they've had that show. Derek Akhore. It's your Aunt Sally. Did you have an Aunt Sally? I mean, Jenny... What was her name again? I would assume I saw a medium a couple of weeks ago. Just for, out of interest, um, it was three quid, so they were making a medium. <laughs> it was a. Um, you didn't record it. No, I didn't know. You could have turned your your voice recorder. I should have. Record. I never thought. Where was this? That could have been podcast. Gold. But that was the, the Peaky Blinders night. They had, uh, they had like a, a, a fortune teller thing, but they were. I was speaking to the guy outside, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we're actually these are mediums. Mm-hmm. We just get hired to work with this stuff." And I went to see it, and he was completely wrong about everything. Of course he was. Because <laughs> well, there's no such like, thing well, as yeah. psychics. But I was just... Cu- I've never been to see one. I was curious. Yeah. I said, need some answers, man. <laughs> Three quid. <laughs> Three quid for all my answers. Get in. Have yeah. you lost someone close to you recently? That's exactly what he fucking has, said. Has someone yeah. close to you lost someone he, close I walked recently. in there, and I sat there, and he goes, oh, you, you, uh, you're self-employed, aren't you? I was like, no. <laughs> no. He just he knew he's got a fifth. This bloke's either a tradesman because he's obviously working class. He's either a tradesman or he works in a factory somewhere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. That's how they work. It's a, that's a pretty. It is. He had a pretty good high. Because if you were an electrician, reading, from a, yeah, yeah. anything like that, you would have said, oh, yes, yes, I am. He he guessed you were a builder or something. He's like, fuck, no, he's not. Right. Um, do you work no, for my muscular frame? Do you work for somebody else? Yeah. And they'll get yeah. seven or eight things wrong, but mm-hmm. as soon as they get something right, that's yeah. it, they're on it. And yeah. they're like, look, pretty. And you latch on it. Yeah. Darren Brown exposes all yeah. of this. Oh, of course he does. He's uh, brilliant, on it? He, he's he's awesome. fantastic. He's ace. Him. I love him so much. I just went in because I was a bit pissed and like wanted mm-hmm. to be sceptical yeah. about it. And yeah. he, but, like, I always be... wish I was gay. <laughs> that's what I love Darren Brown. <laughs> well, he is gay, so... <laughs> I wish I was gay. <laughs> he's brilliant. Oh, I've had his... penis. It's just travelling through the old multiverse, <laughs> saving the day mm. until it goes back to you. <laughs> Quantum leap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they take a Geiger counter to measure fluctuations in background radiation. Digital audio recorders for EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. When you hear the I'm gonna fucking kill you on the background of that. Zool. Zool. <laughs> yeah. Thermographic and night vision cameras. Oh. Air quality equipment. This one actually does make sense. Go on then. If there's a carbon monoxide leak. You've got a dodgy fridge. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> I looked at Wikipedia and that, they say, is the most logical explanation for yeah, most sightings. Basically, you'll fucking start hallucinating yeah. and tripping out because you're mm. high off carbon monoxide. Yeah. So they take one of them in. That's the most scientific fucking thing about yeah. this. Yeah, you don't need a ghostbuster. You need a plumber immediately. <laughs> a gas engineer. Yeah, you need a gas engineer immediately. <laughs> Call him <And> registered. <laughs> yeah, of course. And infrasound equipment to assess the levels of sound vibrations. They also take dozing rods, psychic mediums or clairvoyance, oh, 
Demonologists, exorcists, <laughs> or just the clergy? Oh. And what is a Ouija, have to have a funny one there, a Ouija board, which oh. I, I'm under the impression that most paranormal investigators don't like. Mm. I hate them myself. I don't want. Do you know what though? <laughs> I broke Leona's brain with that. Not broke a brain, I should say, but she. I can't remember what it was, but something to do with the Ouija board came on something we were watching. She was like, "Oh no, fuck that!" And I was like, "What's your fucking problem?" Because she's a pretty rational person, my missus. I was like, "Did you do one once?" Yeah, and I was like, and, you, and did, let me guess, you, you thought it worked, did you? Yeah, uh, I was like, right, scientific studies have shown that it is overwhelmingly statistically likely that either you or your friend were moving the glass without fucking realising you're moving because yeah. you're so fucking invested in it working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't move on its fucking own. That's physically impossible. And put to bed this, like, Fear she must have had for like fucking twenty odd years. I'm a rationalist. I, I did it and it freaked me out at the time. One of you was moving well, it. I was about fourteen at the time. One of you was moving it. Yeah. It's quite possible. It's it, not just possible. It, you're a man of science. <laughs> they fucking proved that's what's happening. <laughs> Damn it, Mike! You're a science officer. Well, yeah, one theory is actually subconscious. Yeah, it's just, yeah exactly. It's not one of you is doing it. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. but it but, still freaked me out. Mm. You know, take a fucking. We'll and then when I heard them monks chanting on oh, the EVP mm. in that churchyard, we were pissed up. Yeah, exactly. We were pissed up. Mate had a mobile phone. It's new. Mobile phones were new. It was a cool thing. We were just dicking around, recording yeah, the ourselves. Voice recorder on it, yeah. And, and on the on the um, what do you call it? On the voicemail, yeah. And playing it back and listening and having a laugh. We did one, and then we listened back, and it, I swear to God, it was fucking monks chanting. It was nothing like we recorded. It was like, what the fuck is this? It freaked us out. Well, it freaked me out. Digital recording but, things. But we recorded over it. Things could be corrupted. No, we recorded over it, so there's evidence. Also, it was like one of the original Motorola fucking bricks, yeah. which. Uh, well, I swear to God, it sounded to me like monks chanting. Well, well, it could be the odd owl version it, of yeah. like, what's it called? It's probably a logical explanation. What's it called where you see faces in? Yeah. Paradolia. Um, yeah. Parado- it's like owl paradolia. Yeah, it could have been. Corrupted somehow. Well, it could have just been the fact it was a really dodgy. Um, I mean, digital recording well, technology has moved on. You know, do you ever hear a sound in the flat and convince yourself no. it's a, a knife murder? No, or of course something? not. And then or ghosts. I don't believe in them, but no. I'm just saying the experience I had mm. at the time it creeped me out. Mm. There might be a logical explanation. Probably is. There's I, two. I, no doubt there is, but it still freaks you out at the time when you hear something mm. like that. You think, what the fuck? What? That's, my only, that's been my only encounter. Um, it's quite weird when several times in my life I've met people who, to all intents and purposes, I would class as somebody I respect and look up to, and and then they've got a ghost story that they believe a thousand percent. Both my mum and sister swear mm. they saw my nan mm. waving at them from the flat after yeah. she died. They'd gone back to sort of pick mm. up some things, uh, and as they were leaving the flat, my sister, who was only about 10 at the time, said, oh, look, Nan's waving. Mm. They both looked up and they, they swear they saw her, but grief does strange things to people. Yeah. My friend Kane, he lived in the local church, they, they paved over the oldest graves they could, the, the, the extent of the boundary of the, the church, built some flats on it. Now, he's a rational guy. He's a very rational guy, mm. Kane. And he said, if I closed the door before I went to bed, so I closed the kitchen door, Close a bedroom door. Mm-hmm. I'll guarantee you that door will be open in the morning. I woke up and I haven't got up in the night. 
I'm going to get the mechanism in the door could do with tightening Of course, yeah, yeah, it could have done. But he's a very rational guy. He believed that to some point, and he's not the first person I know that lived in them flats and said, you know, was something my on. uncle as well my uncle swears that he was in a guest house down south somewhere in the middle of the night and he felt something sit on the bed he felt that's what Ray says yeah Dan. there was nothing there yeah. but he could have sworn he could felt pressure against his mm. legs something that was sitting on the end of the bed and he said he checked out the next day yeah. <laughs> he was like he'd stay in here any longer I'm way more fearful of my mind would instantly weird sounds and things like that my mind would go way more to there's a knife man in the house mm. than fucking ghosts that's just me I guess uh, but he said he looked around there was no one there but he could mm. still feel the pressure on his legs I have, what's going on I've been at times wondering around but it could have been a dream mm. yeah I've been wondering around the house at times with like an improvised weapon shitting my like genuinely shitting myself because I'm convinced someone's downstairs it happened at my mum's house I've done it at the owners too and it's just some noise I've heard uh, the worst that's because <laughs> you used to wake it up in a crack day well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it's shank or be shanked there is that <laughs> how, many, how many shank fights have you had yeah. <laughs> over a rock of crack the, the worst <laughs> the worst one at the owners house has been so I'm lying there everything's quiet and I hear a voice like am I dreaming or what like silence and I hear the voice again that is actually somebody talking and it's quite loud and I hear it every now and then like intermittently I can hear this voice and then two voices and I'm like somebody's arguing outside like and I'm looking outside there's fucking nobody outside I'm trying to keep calm and I get back in bed and I can hear these voices again and I'm like they're in the fucking house they're actually in the fucking house and I don't wake the owner up but I'm like I haven't got any fucking weapons I hear the voices like, they're in the damn fucking stairs put the voices in your head off <laughs> so I'm sneaking down and I'm genuinely I've got like the flight fight everything's kicking mm. off adrenaline's going round me I'm shaking I've got no weapons I'm thinking I could try and get to the kitchen get something stabby but what if they're in the hallway what if they're in there and the voices again I'm like Jesus fucking hell get down to the front room and we we've left the TV but, but what was making it creepy is we've left it on a channel that's not tuned in so it's static and then every now and then tuning in and getting a few seconds of conversation then going back to static so if it was on constantly I would have worked out quite yeah. quickly that it was the TV but it was the intermittent I was like there's two brazen people <laughs> I broke in and having a fucking natter oh, I was fucking terrified I didn't think ghosts mm. but then I'm probably the one that's going to get fucking like have the most horrific ghost experience because I get slimed because you know me I'm, you're getting the fucking librarian from ghosts mm. which is what I learned. yeah I'm not having ghosts as a concept no. at all my I'm, I'm still not into it obviously interdimensional but... bleeding potentially that sounds I'm more plausible I'm up to for me, that yeah yeah, yeah go with that because for me to believe in ghosts you don't necessarily have to believe in heaven and hell, do you? But then you've, you've surely got to believe that some people pass on, but yeah. some people don't. So where are they passing on to? Because it's not as if there's... I mean, how many billions of people have died? They don't know they're dead. Shouldn't we just be... <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Call you don't back. know they're you're back dead. Hey, oh, back. Isn't that cool? Fantastic. 
That goes back to a full Alex episode where uh, some people do, they don't know they're dead. But shouldn't there be? <laughs> shouldn't there be hundreds of billions of ghosts? There should be exactly. There should, yeah. This is the the thing about ghost hunting and go. Uh, it's like there should be literally hundreds of millions of ghosts. And even if you only put that down to murdered ghosts, let's say, all right, let's mm. let's well, okay, go people who've tried died in tragic circumstances. So let's say war and murder. There should be literally hundreds of millions of ghosts roaming around that we're all seeing. Yeah. And if it's just bad people... Oh, well, or people that were murdered tragically. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like I said, little yeah, ghost be, nonces on the loose. You don't want, you don't want the ghost of fucking Jimmy Sapple <laughs> roaming around in the ghost afternoon. Ghost nonces. There's something strange and it don't look good. <laughs> Nothing, nothing. <laughs> nonsense makes me feel good. Don't say nonsense makes me Mike, please. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't say that. Never. Never. <laughs> That's not enough for confession. <laughs> <laughs> the police are going around. <laughs> uh, didn't think that through before I said that. <laughs> So Why would you even think it? So funny. It was funny. <laughs> well, I I couldn't say. <laughs> Fucking hell! I take that back in time. <laughs> Moving on. Taking on that idea. If Ghostbusters was written by Michael Jackson instead. If Ghostbusters was written by Michael Jackson's ghost. Nancy makes me feel good. Let's move on from that. Let's just draw a line and draw a line. The last thing that some ghost hunters will take. Jingle jangle bells. <laughs> Jimmy smells. <laughs> I did make myself laugh the other day. I've been listening to Louis Theroux's autobiography, but the audio version, and he does all the voices. And obviously, there's quite a large section on Jimmy, and he, he does a very good Jimmy voice. And and I couldn't think because I made up that, <laughs> that Jimmy Savile Christmas Carol for the, and I couldn't remember it. But then I remembered the whole thing. I fucking had myself out in. I fucking said that on the Christmas. Can you remember? Jingle jangle bells. Jimmy smells a fresh corpse in the mortuary. I said to the nurse as I stepped in the earth, do you mind if I sniff it's fanny? <laughs> Listen to our Christmas episode. It's Christmas soon. Shit, we've got to think of a Christmas episode. Gather I think we, choice. I'm oh, going to go for a happy one. Oh. <laughs> set me the challenge now to come up with something darker than Look, Jimmy Savile. I'm just impressed you never did some more fucking Ghostbusters fan fiction for this episode. I'm never going to top myself. I listened to that again the other day. Oh. I'm never going to top that. That was fucking unbelievably gross. If you've ever heard... <laughs> go on our Facebook page, go to the video section and look for a video where you can see me in a Ghostbusters uniform and if you get to the end... You'll get a, a non-prize. How do you think we've not sat here listening to it? Well, 
We were asking you to stop. I was impressed with myself because I read some fan fiction, erotic fan fiction. It was about, it was a crossover. It was about Slimer and Sam Witwicky for the Transformers and Slimer turning bad and raping Sam. And Jesus. It was, it was pretty graphic, but I was reading it thinking, oh, I could do more graphic than this. This is not This is not to the standards of our show. And I fucking outdid myself. In you the, certainly did. Um, yeah. I thought there was some, some pretty interesting stuff the in there. Was, my stepsister and that went, the fuck is he all about? <laughs> what the fuck was that? And I'm like, I know, it's I a, know. It's fairly simple. Ray got called to an apartment that he thought was a we ghost and, and it was a, a giant fat woman. <laughs> Forced him to paint her as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and then she raped him with his own proton pack. Yeah, and, we... and in a moment of weakness, where she allowed Slimer to eat hot dogs out of her vagina, Ray threw a trap into her pussy, and uh, and killed her from the inside out. Yeah, it's fairly simple. Don't I don't know what your stepsister's problem is. <laughs> Pretty easy to follow narrative. <laughs> what the fuck I she think, ever wrote? I think it was just more the disbelief <laughs> at the tale that was being told. <laughs> Halloween did the trick. <laughs> Certainly did. Well, you don't know, is it's been published since then? On four chan. Probably a whole series of it. By I'm now. surprised I haven't had a cease and desist letter from fucking <laughs> Ghost Corpse. Oh, I will never fucking get that. I call it the show now. <laughs> Maybe I'll read it to him. Oh, oh, please don't. Maybe he can ask him to reenact it. <laughs> oh God. No, he's not that <laughs> I thought there was some good stuff in there, you know, like Winston with his side, Winston with his sideline, and you know, banging cuckold, you know. What you got for us? The last last thing the ghost, uh, a modern day ghost that might take, is what's called a ghost box. Oh fuck! It's off. a radio with a frequency scan mode that allows some ghost hunters, well, allows some ghost hunters claim. Allows communication with ghosts. It doesn't know, does it? No, it doesn't know. Right. So I think we're going to be modern day ghost hunting. A full of shit because none of that stuff is designed to do what actually they're claiming it does. Apart from the, apart from the clergy, who are probably quite adept at making people believe shit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Was the Ghostbusters movie made by the Illuminati? No, it was made by a <laughs> of Saturday Night Live comedians. A bunch of comedians. Studio, but we'll, at their time, were at the peak of their powers yes. as well. This is worth remembering. It's it most definitely was. This scene, I, <laughs> according to this article, <laughs> this scene I found in the 1985 Ghostbusters movie. Did you find it, mate, or is it? Well, it's it's not not, was it exactly fucking hiding? Was it? He's got the fucking date wrong. I found this scene. I know I'm being picky, but no, you didn't find the scene, mate. It wasn't hiding. <laughs> you didn't have to. What did you, I found it? You put the VHS in. Oh, you're top-notch researcher. Anyway, <laughs> found the fucking scene. Notice the pyramid. Later, the all-seeing eye forms on this pyramid in the next image. The bad guy for this movie is named Goza the Gozerian. It is a female. <laughs> And the first thing, it, she is a female. The first thing she does is ask Ray if he is a god. When he answers no, she says, then die. And shocks all of the Ghostbusters with lightning from her hand. I didn't notice a pyramid in the eye though. Did you notice that? Mm, yeah. I did, yeah. There was a, uh, yeah. Well, notice how all four Ghostbusters stand in amazement. You 
Woodman, yeah. yeah. I used to watch this movie over and over as a kid. Now that I've seen this movie when I'm older, it is like conditioning for the end of days. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is this the, what, like fucking 60 foot Colonel Sanders's and fucking Ronald <laughs> McDonald's is are going to fucking take over? Well, I, I, wouldn't, I, I, would, I would like to take on a 60 foot Ronald McDonald with a proton pack. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I want to get that big purple thing. He freaks me out. Big purple, purple yeah. thing. McDonald's, big purple thing. Oh, oh Grimace. That's it. Grimace. Does Grimace freak you out? Yeah. He's just a big. He's a nondescript purple blob <laughs> yeah. with arms and legs. Yeah, just creeps me out. I get him. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> what about the hamburger? Oh, he's alright. <laughs> so he's saying, notice the two pillars from King Solomon's temple. Why was this put in the scene? Well, if you pay attention to the fucking film. They say that the architect of the building built it as a fucking antenna to like the fucking yeah. other dimension or whatever. Mm, so weren't they a um, cult or something? They were a cult. Yes. They were trying to they, bring about the end. Were they the Illuminati cult? Well, well they no, fleshed no. this out in the game, yeah. sort of part three. They there was a few buildings in New York. Like the architecture of New York was there was a little cabal, a little group of um, of powerful people building this shit to in order to bring about. Yeah. Because society mm. after the First World War, mm. they felt society was too sick to survive. Mm. So I think this is explained in the actual plot of the movie, isn't it? Pretty um, much. Yeah. More pillars from King Solomon's um, temple. Masonic symbol. Masonic symbolism. But they talked about ancient gods and things. Ray. Uh, yeah. they, they did mention the Sumerians, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's and just ancient. That, and the Babylonians. And we know that Moloch and Baal and that come from that era. Yeah. Well, but goes Goza probably is an actual ancient. In the second yeah, film, you've got a pentagram. That's quite mm-hmm. clear, and uh, some other symbolism. I'll read the. Oh, that's because obviously, Vigo is a saint. What he says here: last one, more pillars. No, it, more pillars. It makes that you think. Got. What was this movie Ghostbusters really shows us? The movie industry has always been very obvious about what's going on around us. They condition our responses. So that when similar when similar oh, catastrophes happen in real life, hey guys, it's to stay puff marshmallow man. <laughs> right, I've seen this before, so <laughs> oh man, I wish I had a proton pack on it. <laughs> well, we, we won't need. What do you need? A can of links and a lighter. Start at his foot, and it's gonna fucking. Yeah. It's only gonna go one way, isn't it? That fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as it's a conspiracy podcast, I had to put the conspiracies right. in there. No, I appreciate that. That's no, true. Uh, I did notice a pyramid in the eye, but that's in fucking everything. Yeah, it's been on the money for before long before yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think Dan Aykroyd's a kind. Of, I don't think Dan Aykroyd's part of the Illuminati. He's into no. the occult. A Razor Cult was in the second one, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, the bookshop Razor yeah. Cult. Apparently, he is into the occult. He, he is. He loves the yeah. occult. I mean, as we, I think we mentioned earlier, his grandfather was one of the founding members of the um, Society for Science. Oh God, the listener will correct me on this. With Bollocks. Secret Society. No, no, it's psychological research or something mm. like that. Oh, it's it's. Do look at ghosts. He's got mediums in the family. He says he's seen ghosts. He's had seven. He's he's very much into this, and that's why he mm. wrote the original Ghost Smashers mm. script. Yeah. And then Ivan Wright, sorry, um, Egon, what's his name then? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis goes, great idea. Let's just flesh it out and. You know, put it in modern day so people mm. relate to it rather than it being the year 2060 and Ghostbusters franchises everywhere. Right. What should we, what's our concluding thoughts? 
I'm a Ghostbusters. Love it. Me too. I'd like to be a Ghostbuster. It's good an awesome films, franchise. Yeah. I like the second one slightly better than the first. There's still life left in They're it. They're good films. Yeah. I disagree with the 6.6 rating on yeah. IMDb for the second one. I think it's I'd put it equally, on, equally on par with the first. Uh, I'd give it a good 7, 7.5. I, I think it's alright. I, I used to... I went through a stage of not liking it. And I, I watched it again recently, not for just for the pod, but in my own leisure time. And it's like, hey, you know what? I like this. It makes me want to be a Ghostbuster again. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, weird news. Weird news? Let's do it. Let's finish on some weird news and fly, Alex. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. semen on a daily basis for health benefits. Now, how do I become her friend? <laughs> I don't think it just directly into her mouth then. I think, oh. she, I think um, there's a donation oh. element to it. Oh, mm. interesting then. Isn't she lovely? And her name's Tracy Kiss, a lifestyle blogger and professional trainer. Definitely thinks one of the keys to her good looks is a daily ingestion of semen procured platonically from various male friends of hers well all I can say is those male friends of her are pussies get her to suck you off what were you saying earlier about not being a chauvinistic pig <laughs> Look, no no I'm not a chauvinist pig but if one of you if you're female I didn't say anything when you were virtue signalling about loving the female ghostbusters earlier and I, I thought I didn't love it I used to it was alright but my point is if you're a man yeah. and this hot trainer comes to you and says I'd like some of your semen please yeah yeah. Yep. alright how are we going to extract that semen yeah she tells you and she says it. oh you're wanking a cup and I say how about you extract it from me yeah and the first thing she says is no you dirty pig that's We're not friends. what I was asking well in that for. case then no I'm not going to give you any semen <laughs> <laughs> spoken like a true feminist <laughs> 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 I think it's fairly simple. <laughs> They're pussies for not, not forcing themselves yeah. on it. No, not forcing themselves, but not asking that question. Well, maybe they did, and they probably got that. And they were all shut down. I wouldn't give her any. Well, all right. <laughs> this is tricky. Leave, leave it in the tissues. This is really tricky, wasn't it? No, really. This thing is daft. I'm not giving my seed away, my premium my seed. seed. My premium seed. <laughs> premium seed. I am. A demon seed. I am a golden god. It's one of that demon seed. I am. Never swallow the demon seed. I am a golden god. Mm-hmm. And. I'm sorry. I just don't give it away for free. I want some kind of reward. Do you, do you put that in your online dating profile? Yes, I do. <laughs> Taste my seed. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm a golden god. Yeah, I'm a golden god, therefore taste my seed. No, no, but the taste my seed part. <laughs> wow. Um, can we get through this? <laughs> um, she's called Kiss as well. Kiss, who's a vegan, says her sperm supplemented lifestyle helps her get vitamins and nutrients she can't get from the non-cum-filled plant she eats. According to Kiss, her daily DNA smoothies 
help her both physically and mentally. They improve her mood and temperament, as well as her bodily health, both internally and externally. Now that leads on to my second point, where her sucking me off to get my seed also helps my mental health and my spiritual being. So I think it's, it's um, as a sound of it says, it's quid pro quo. Everyone's a winner, baby. Everyone's a winner, baby. <laughs> exactly. I think it's only fair that she do before that for me, so, you know, just, just put it out there. I'm not saying that. I've got nothing to add. I've got nothing to add. Should we move on? Man, you can tell I'm single again, can't you? Grandparents caught having oral sex on a busy train in front of grandson. <laughs> Nan! <laughs> Don't take it to the papers. <laughs> oh, well, it looks like these two lovebirds just couldn't keep their hands off each other. Deborah Tobin, 57, and Raymond Burr, 64, decided it was a good idea to act like teenagers and have sex on a train from London to the suburbs of Pitsy, England. Oh, what the fuck not? Why? Well, my guess Because the grandson was there. <laughs> they just wanted to keep their relationship alive. Of course so they, they did. Well, why not? According to the passengers, they respectfully asked Burr to stop pleasuring Tobin, both <laughs> digitally and orally. Wow. Digitally? Fingers in. Uh, oh, I was thinking, like, what was he? He stuck his <laughs> iPhone up at PC <laughs> and fucking rang it. Put a USB port, <laughs> USB cable up there. I'm going to stick it up your fanny and video call you. <laughs> I've always wanted to see what's in there. But wow. obviously, he declined. Obviously. Because no one gets between him and his woman. Wait, but who was that brave passenger that told him to stop in the first place? None other than Tobin's young grandson. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, that poor young man is scarred for life. Yeah. Nobody wants to see the horny grandmother giving oral sex to another horny old person. Oh, <laughs> God. You know what? I wish I could be that dude. <laughs> if I was, like, 60, 64, how old was he, 64? Yeah. And I'm getting sucked off by my wife on Why a train. Why don't you wish you were a different 64-year-old who's getting sucked off by a different well, wife? Well, I'm 64. Not, not, <laughs> <laughs> will you still freak me? Will you still finger me? Well, on I'm 64. If I could be that age and still getting that... I mean, I get that, that bit, but train, not that. when you've got the fucking grandson with you, though. It's like... The they couldn't they have at least give him fifty p and told him to fuck off to the to the fucking fifty p on the fucking I train. Know, I know. As soon as I said it, you can't get a bag of crisps. Three for quid for a bag of crisps, probably. Well, give him three quid and tell him just fuck off down there for ten minutes. He's got the toilet for ten minutes. He didn't, oh god. I hate them toilets on the train. Them doors that were all round. I've always got this horrible fucking image. I'm going to be sat there having a shit and that door's just going to open and I'm going to be revealed like a fucking shit game show prize. Because <laughs> <laughs> the door's locked. And here's you know, what you could have won. sitting <laughs> Yes, your prize is shit in a bucket. Uh, no, your prize is a shitting man. Oh, man. Well, what happened to these fucking people? Uh, I hope nothing. The pair were eventually confronted by a transport officer after exiting the train. Authorities stated both daredevils were drinking, which could have been a factor for it. Could it have been? Still, after Tobin tried to fight the charges and pleaded not guilty, they realised it was useless and they both pleaded guilty in the end. Wow. Wow. 
Could I go for Both handed, 100 oh, hours of community service. Oh, she was given 150, and he was given 100. Oh, well, uh, she's performing the act, She was the one doing the sucking. He's just fingering her. Sucking's worse than fingering her, in terms well, of the law. according to the UK police yeah. law. Yeah, the UK law, yeah. Well, so let's, uh, let's carry on, then. What we got? Okay. Oh, guys, you'll love this. <laughs> Is this a, a, are you contributing to the segment, Michael? Yeah. Let's trigger Gaz now and again. my my microphone in the angry position where I can grip it, grip it with both hands. Who's the way you microphone? Yes. <laughs> Donald Trump trolled by Make America Greta Again hats being made available. That hat doesn't make any fucking sense. It, no, it's, it's, lit- it's literally nonsensical. It's a, it's a pun. Make Greta great again. What's no, it? it's make America great again, and they've just changed the letters around. Right, uh, yeah, America that's what I mean. But it, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's literally nonsensical. Yeah. It's never been Greta before. How can it be Greta again? Depends where you're from in America. How, how can a place be a person? <laughs> Depends where you're from in America. Hey, make America greater again. <laughs> greater. <laughs> Depends on the accent, doesn't it? Teen climate cunt Greta Thunberg has earned millions <laughs> of fans since her powerful gas. speech at the United. Uh, sorry, teen climate puppet for fucking corporate fucking overlords. No, activist. Teen climate creepy fucking android child Greta Thunberg has earned millions of fans. These are my own views. They do not represent the views of the show, and I am just joking. Yeah, Powerful speech, blah blah blah. However, it's not just her commitment to the cause that's gotten people talking. It's all those weird little fucking movements she does. I'm not saying it The 16-year-old has expertly... Expertly silenced Republican climate change deniers and reverse-trolled President Donald Trump, earning her the title of a bit of a legend. Who the fuck wrote this? Uni lad. It's written like my fucking 17-year-old niece's fucking Facebook page. I'll probably who it's aimed at, to be fair. Utter shit. She was accused. She accused world leaders of uh, stealing her childhood and her future. The POTUS mocked her in a tweet which read, "She seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future." Instead of lowering herself to responding to the sarcastic tweet, she decided to reverse troll the president by changing her bio to reflect his comments. Sick burn! He's lost all his power! Oh, you're in control now, Greta! Fucking you told him! She changed her bio, Ben! Uh, Fuck me! Build on. statues, everybody! I'm on it. Fucking silly little cunt. That's I'm it. on it, I'm going to go to statue of Greta. That's the story. That is literally the story. Yeah, unless someone's making red caps that say Make America Greta again. And what will be hilarious is, because people get violent, because violence against um, conservatives is absolutely fine in America now people get beaten up for wearing MAGA hats I would fucking love if some silly fucking hippie is ironically wearing his make Greta hat make America Greta again hat and he gets fucking set upon by another gang of fucking insane liberals who kick the shit out of him all the while screaming it says Greta fucking Nazi (laughs) well 100% the profit from her caps goes to Greenpeace, 100% the profits from his caps go to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just that's how, that's how selling shit works, mate. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I'm just saying the profits. And the Greenpeace aren't exactly saints. I mean, they, 
those ships that are Rainbow Warrior threes chugging around the world on diesel oil. I mean, I heard something about Peter the other day as well. I need to look into it. But about how many millions of animals Peter euthanized right, every year? Probably. And the RSPCA then, really? Yeah. Look, I must point out this is your first episode. Half of my Greta rage is for comedy effect. The other half is very real. I do not like this climate rebellion extinction business at all. I'm not joining the doomsday cult. Oh, and everyone's in on it now. I noticed a lovely poster on um, on a phone box, I think it was. A poster for, you know, Audible. Yeah. Do, do the audio books. It was like a fake tweet and it said, from Mr. President, climate change is invented by the Chinese. It's a Chinese conspiracy or something. And then it said, like, leave the fiction up to us, Mr. President. Audible. Like, oh, oh, so you Oh, yeah. oh, <sighs> Audible are fucking climate change science experts now as well. Amazon, yeah. yeah well, the they, they haven't got any interest. Corporations ever, They've uh, got yeah. no interest in fucking. Anyway. Has this triggered you a little bit? Anything to do with it and the entire movement triggers me massively. <laughs> massively. Has it triggered you about the SpongeBob? The SpongeBob thing? No, was that was genuine. I tried, I tried and do some Greta hate for comedy effect because. There has to be at least a small percentage of the audience who thinks it's funny to call her a cunt. Because you're not supposed to. <gasps> how dare you? I remember that person on Twitter said to me, how low can you go insulting a child? And I was like, hold my mm. fucking beer. How low can I go? Oh, oh so high and mighty. They'd taken... obviously never seen your Halloween fan oh, well, <laughs> never take a piss out of a child. Fucking <sighs> children are there to be mocked. <laughs> You're there to be mocked by adults until you become an adult, then you mock the child. It's my prerogative as an adult to mock children. Yes. So, so yeah, uh, anyway. That's weird news. Let's move on to Full Alex. Woohoo! The favourite game show in this flat. Every week, Mike finds us uh, a couple of random weirdos on the internet who he then pits against the arch saint of insanity himself. Alex Jones. Because remember, it's alright to go a little bit, Alex. Core Alex. Half Alex. Three quarters Alex on a podcast or a train. But never go full Alex unless you're talking about climate change in Grethenberg. Who are you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Busters. Greta Busters! Dun, 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 dun. There's something creepy! <laughs> and it's got autism! <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Greta Busters! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being triggered, I'm just joining in because the song's awesome. I can't resist joining You've got to admit, it is fun to take the piss out of it. The more <laughs> they tell you you can't, the more funny it is. Like, the more they tell us. Like, uh, anyway. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. You can take the piss out of anything. Anything subject for game. It's comedy. That's true. Speaking I, of comedy, I totally cut off your introduction. I apologise. Very unprofessional. So right, I've done it. So let's. Who's first, Mike? Who's the first random weirdo? Snake bit by Satan. Snake bit by Satan. Oh, that's a, a song in yeah, the making, isn't yeah. it? Snake bit by Satan. Satan. Suck out the venom. Um, Iron Maiden running riff going on with that. Yeah. See you at first Saturday night at download next year, guys. 
Hopefully, Leona's up for it too. We've just got to look at, we've got to sort finances. But right, let's do it. Do it. Let's fucking do it. Right, Snape pick by Satan. I don't know who this is. Doesn't say his name. Bible is mark of beast. It's your mate. You oh. don't know your day. Oh, they don't know their day. Yeah. You don't know your day. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, creepy. That's creepier than anything in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oops, weird, creepy. Southern. I hate that <laughs> southern accent. It's like the the pedo from Family Guy. That soft-spoken southern accent to me is so fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrific. But they don't know their day. You don't know your day. <laughs> I, I, can we get a doctor? <laughs> I feel okay. I want a second opinion. I demand one. <laughs> you just got a dog call a Bible. I demand a second opinion. <laughs> Oh, you don't know you're dead, and then you smothers you the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, I do now, you cunt. <laughs> right, let's see what they're going to say. This is a simple truth: snake bit. If you get snake bit, you ruin your day. <laughs> if you take your shirt or belt or something, tie it around your leg, and you don't let the poison get to your heart, you walk down and get grandma to fix you. You'll be all right. <laughs> so snake bit is a simple truth. You live in the flesh, but you don't live after the flesh. Now, the serpent said to the woman, to Eve, and you shall not surely die. What was that snake telling her? He was getting her snake bit. He was putting poison in her. Mm -hmm. And what happened to all of us after she got snake bit? We all died. He corrupted us. He polluted our seed. So the serpent said to Eve, Why, you're not surely that. But she died. Adam's <laughs> dead. And all of Adam's seed got snake bit because they had the poison in them. Now listen to this program, and we're going to tell you what to do about when you're snake bit and what the cure is. She just goes on reading chapters from the Bible now. Well, I love... The they're both wearing aprons yeah. in this video. The, the lady, is uh, her, her apron says, the Bible is the mark of the beast. The, the next guy has got an apron on saying, the Bible is an idol. Now, if you turned up to a barbecue, uh, bring your beer along, you know, mm. average barbecue in the UK, and the, the host opens the door, hey, how are you? And he's got, the Bible is the mark of the beast. Well, the Bible is an idol on his I would probably apron. say to him, do you like heavy metal, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, it, it, it's just black with white, stark, bold writing. My it's favorite not, it's not bit. Eddie in the background yeah. controlling the devil yeah. on, on his My favourite bit, Ben, is the guy's wearing a hat <laughs> and he's, he's obviously trying to go for the MAGA thing, but it's not quite as catchy, is it? His says, BIM UP. Or B I M O B, which I imagine stands for Bible is Mark of Beast. Yes. Yeah. Bimob. Bim Get up. your Bimob hats. <laughs> fuck, fuck your MAGA hats. Get your Bimob hats. They're much, but what does Bimob stand for? The Bible is the Mark of the Beast. And you don't know your dad. <laughs> but his whole point is we've been snake bit by Satan because right. we're all descendants of Adam and Eve. Well, what are we going to do about it then? We're fucked, aren't we? We're mm. fucking corrupted as soon as we're born. I don't know how we're, we're descendants of Adam and Eve, because in the Bible they had two sons. 
<laughs> Cain and Abel. Yeah. I'm, not I'm not a biologist, but Adam and Eve, it, that doesn't check out. <laughs> nah. Man, one man, one woman created all the others. Cause and they had two sons, guys. Then everyone else would be, well, even if they didn't know. They were created from God's ribs, weren't they? No, uh, Adam was created from the, the, the earth, uh, and Eve was created from Adam's ribs. Nah. He, he was oh, does that mean Adam was... could blow himself? Allegedly. Never proved. I heard the prince had it done. I heard that, but uh, Marilyn Manson. Legend. I like Marilyn Manson. Uh, my, my, I like his older stuff. His music, I mean fuck him as a human being. He's oh, right. such a cunt. He really is. In my personal opinion. Don't like I him. think he's a very clever guy, but I think he's mm. got a bit he's got a lot weirder as he's got older. When he was younger he made quite intelligent articulate points especially when defending against the Columbine thing I think the best thing but that ever um, happened to him was when he tried to climb up that bit of stage and it fell on him, <laughs> he him. yeah you're a fat washed up rock star and your gonna, set just proved it to you he was going to download a couple of years ago he played he played a festival set mm. it was, he played the old stuff he, he carried it well I'll give him that yeah. but I wouldn't um, if it wasn't at a festival I wouldn't go and watch him that way. I don't think he'd hold together for for mm. two hours. I mean, he held it together for 45 minutes, but I don't think yeah. he'd hold together for two hours. Yeah, well. Or an hour. Well, he's got a lot of back catalogue to get through, so let's assume two hours. He's, well, not, he's not Bruce, is he? Let's face no. it. Fuck him and fuck these two. Who's next? Yeah, who's next? They don't know their day here. Dr. Robert Jeffress. Democrats worship Moloch. Probably. Well, I think you'll find people from both parties <laughs> worship the Moloch. Yep. Hey, Moloch. It's very clear to me uh, that the the average American uh, citizen loves this president, and they're not buying into all of this impeachment nonsense. <laughs> They're not. And look, I heard it over and over again. Like you, I spoke to thousands of these people last week. And the reason they support this president is not because they're religious hypocrites. It's not because they think he is perfect. Uh, they know he's not perfect, just like none of us is perfect. But they appreciate the strong Christian stance he takes. He is without doubt the most pro-life, pro-religious liberty, pro-Israel, pro-conservative judiciary president we have ever had. And they don't want to see uh, this uh, warrior, in a sense, uh, removed from his place of leadership in our country. There is a fear that if the left ever regains control of this country again, our nation is finished. And uh, look, I believe that. I, I genuine, based on some of the legislation they've been trying to shove down the throats of the, the good people of California, and then with this Equality Act uh, that Nancy Pelosi and her cronies are after, I have no doubt that they want to especially go after and target Christians in America, Dr. Jeffers. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I believe if the left ever gets in control again, it's not going to be incremental change we see. They have said they're going to undo everything this president has done. And think about what he has done in the pro-life area, the sweeping religious liberty executive order he signed. They are going to undo that, and they are going to come after conservatives with a I wonder if that's why we are seeing these unrelenting attacks on, on President Trump, more so than any other Republican in at least modern history. Yeah, yes, I think.
think it is. And look, I said this on Fox and Friends yesterday, and the president retweeted my comments last night. Uh, look, the Democrats knew they couldn't beat him at the ballot box in 2016. They are becoming increasingly aware of the fact that they can't beat him in 2020 either. Impeachment is the only option they have to remove Donald J. Trump from office. And look, I heard this sanctimonious Nancy Pelosi this weekend calling for prayer for our country and praying for prayer. Look, that reminds me of an arsonist, a pyromaniac with a match in his hand about to set a building on fire saying, now pray with me that the destruction I'm about to cause isn't too severe. I mean, if he's sincere, he'll put down the dang match. And if Nancy Pelosi is sincere about bringing this nation together, she will drop this impeachment effort. Let the American people decide one year from now at the ballot box. But she is uncomfortable. She's scared to death at what the American people will choose to do, and that is to keep Donald J. Trump in office. You know, we just assume they're praying to God. I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know, Dr. Jeffers. I mean, they booed God, tried to vote him out of the party platform. I mean, well, and apparently know. the God they uh, worship is the God uh, of the uh, the pagan God of the Old Testament, Moloch, who allowed for child sacrifice. I mean, the God of the Bible doesn't sanction the killing of millions and millions of children in the womb. I think the God uh, they are worshiping is the God of their own imagination. <laughs> the God of their own imagination. That's oh, amazing, isn't it? Well, you're an agnostic, so you're on the fence. Well, yeah, I know, but... Well, it's but, it but it's still funny, though, isn't it? Like, I say that. Who says that their god isn't his imagination? Well, is it Thor, isn't his imagination? Exactly. Imagine, been, someone imagined it. There's been 2,000 gods before Christianity, mm. at least 2,000 gods. Hinduism's got a shit ton of gods. I mean... Uh, I love the bit where he says, like, I'm oh, going after Donald Trump impeachment. You know, let's just let it go and let the people decide... He's committed a yeah, crime. Exactly. Well, you just meant to let it go because he's president. And he's conservative. Can you imagine if Obama did that? And they said, oh, oh no, we'll let it slide. Hell, they'd have lynched oh. him. Yeah, yeah they would have lynched him. Bad, bad, bad choice of words. They would have tried. Well, <laughs> someone would have been calling for him, guys. I fully agree. Someone in America, that fucker we saw the other week who was calling for like, open warfare against liberals, he'd have fucking gone for that. No, I think politically, it's a dumb move. Mm. Because, okay, he's committed a crime. But there's worse crimes he's committed. He's helping a genocide in Yemen. Mm. Why don't you get him on that? Instead and, of getting uh, him on. Good stuff. Yeah. And the only reason why they went Syria. after him Sorry. is because he's trying to get Joe Biden's son in trouble. Yeah. One of theirs, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? It's not one of ours. I'll guarantee you that so Joe, Bi oh, Joe Biden's son. Sick, mate. It's just teams. Yeah. And, it's and what's the point? He's guilty. His son's guilty. He was getting £50,000 a year. Or a month or whatever from the Ukraine Energy Board. Oh, I guarantee that Joe Biden's on his way about skull and bones. Yeah. So, and Trump he isn't. I, I bet you Trump's not about skull and bones. He wasn't clever enough. Whatever they say, he's, yeah. he's you know he was he's, he he got through college because of his daddy. Mm. Right. What's Alex gonna say, and then we'll yeah. compare these three arseholes. Our number two's winning so far. Alex Jones death toll comparisons. Okay. okay. The corruption, the bureaucracy, the kings, men's ruthless behavior. But the last straw was coming to take the guns. Our nation was founded about the people's right to keep our arms. You can go to 167 other countries and have no guns. But this is a country where we have guns. And we're 330 million people and 300 or so die a year in mass shootings. More than and that, mate. 
500,000 died from cigarettes and a couple million died from opiates. And tens of thousands died falling in their bathrooms. But see, the media just, again, I used the Jaws analogy, came out in the mid-70s, cut, not just here, but all over the world where people have movie theaters, from Australia to the U.S., cut beach attendance. You can type that in. Uh, Jaws, Spielberg's Jaws almost killed beach towns worldwide. You'll see newspaper clippings. You click Google Images. Ten people die a year on average from Great Whites. I use this example every time. But everyone I know is scared to swim out in the ocean because sharks are going to eat them. One time a nurse shark swam over when I was with Belize, my ex-wife and kids. I said, baby, it's a nurse shark. It's obviously been fed. We're by a dock. I was climbing in with this eight-foot nurse shark. She's, she's getting scared. I wasn't doing something macho. You can hand me those. But see, you know what I'm scared of? When I see a bunch of jellyfish in the water, I don't get in. When you see jellyfish on a bunch on the shore, that's when you don't get in. When you're in clear water, there's no jellyfish. That's where you're safe. Rarest way to die on this planet is a great white shark attack. It's the rarest way. Some say maybe a meteorite hitting you, but some estimates are more people die than that a year. Those things explosion in your house or a gas main. Years later, they tear down the house. There's a meteor under the floor, you know, or like you down in the dirt. A meteorite should never kill anybody. So meteorites killed the dog. great white shark attacks, but everybody's scared of great whites. In the 70s, again, same thing with guns. Mass shootings are really rare. No, they're not. <laughs> they have hundreds of carjackings a month in Chicago. Yeah. Do 2,000 black people die every year in Chicago at the hands of other blacks? It's terrible. The media doesn't hide that. Why? Because they're running the show. The government's shipping the drugs in. The Democrats are. The Mexican mafia, all God's children, MS-13 that Pelosi talks about. They're laundering that money. They're going to keep that going. Well, why is things crazy? But it's just thinly veiled crap, isn't it? And Oh, yeah, more people die in great, great white shark attacks. Oh, no one... Mass shootings are rare. No, they're not. You're having like fucking what is it, 500 a year? At one He's point basically there, saying, look, there's 300 deaths a year. So what? Shit happens. Yeah. Don't worry, sharks. It's a natural thing. It's not. No. Switzerland. Everybody owns guns in Switzerland. There's yeah. no mass deaths. Canada. Own plenty of guns in Canada. Yeah. No mass deaths. I'm sure they own a lot of guns in Japan, I think. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I don't think so, because uh, I'm Shariku, I'd trouble getting one. There are plenty of countries. It's only America where there's then a massive again, gun You could violence. argue that somewhere war-torn has more gun deaths. And you'd argue because they've got no basic standard of health and mental health care. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, you've got child soldiers fighting wars in, in the African Congo or wherever. I don't know, the, you know, in, in some African country, you've got child soldiers fighting wars. Yeah, everyone, most people have got guns, but... That's not because they bought them. No, I'm saying in America, yeah. they've got no. You know what I mean? There's, 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 yeah, exactly. There's 40 there's no, million people with no basic health care, no basic mental health care. That's a massive factor, and also lack of background checks mm, and things like yeah. that. Then again, and the fact that you've got it's automatic not, rifles ready available. You won't. There's a gun automatic rifles. They are military death machines, aren't they? I mean, they're not designed to bring. I mean. The excuse is, oh yeah, we um, use them for hunting. You don't need something that fires 
if you fed a 600 belt road magazine, a uh, belt fed chain of ammo through it, would fire that in a minute. You don't need that to go hunting. If you can't, if you, you need can't. 600 bullets to kill a deer, I'd try fishing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't the sport for you. I, I've been shooting rabbits before now, and you know, one of us used to have a rifle, a 2 2 rifle, and one of us used to have a 410 shotgun. And the idea was if I couldn't hit it with my rifle, he'd have to take it with a shotgun because I can't hit it first time. That's the point of hunting, isn't it? Hitting it first time, isn't that where the sport comes into yeah. it? Right. You know, being, well, I'm not saying hunting's great, it's terrible, it's a shit thing, look, but... We're not going to solve the gun crime issue now. No, we're not. Who's no. gone more fucking mental this week out of them three? Uh, second one for me. Should What's we, his name? Do a quick recap. Recap? Got... Yeah, okay. Snake bit by Satan. <laughs> they don't know their day yet. Same yeah. all corrupted from... Satan's seed. Yeah, uh, or Todd Starnes' Fox show with the guest of Dr. Robert Jeffries, who was saying that everyone, every Democrat worships Molech and that Trump is the chosen of God. Alex Jones trying to play down mass shootings. Yeah. Which he's. I've got to go for Alex. <laughs> See, I just think that's also him covering. Is it covering. Because obviously he's a, a big denier of SH. And. No, he was. He's just in. Hey, mass shoots all right. Guns are fine. He's only taking money from the NRA. I think this is a bit of a corporate decision to do this. I think he's doing it for the. For the I don't think he knows all his fans are gun nuts. That's it. So he, I think he's doing it to play to his audience. I'm going for second guy. I'll go for second as well then. He's got it there. Guys, are you going for Alex? Or? Yeah, well, because they do worship Malak. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not that mental to me the guy in the red team says the blue team are all mm. cunts the guy in the blue team says the red team are all cunts it's just standard partisan mm. bullshit the first two oh, come on they've got more pity for that for I know some of the shit he said about Trump said he's religious liberty you yeah. opposed well, a Muslim man yeah, yeah. we have exactly we know it's bullshit but yeah. that's what you do when you're on the red team yeah. you talk about how great the red team is when you're on the blue team the blue team well if wrong. it's who spewed the most bullshit I think it's him I think he's certainly yeah. living in a more deluded world than Alex is this week which I think is the definition of I think I, I think they're all contenders it's oh, he's very, got it he's got close. it he's got it yeah. Moloch <laughs> Molech right goes of the Gazarian is what I'm going to see <laughs> me <laughs> One day, I want to be on that rooftop, facing off against a flat-topped European woman with my proton pack. Okay, let's wrap it up because it's getting sexual <laughs> and weird. <laughs> it's a good job I didn't finish. Um, it's too late at night for this shit. <laughs> let's say good night to our dear listeners. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I, I think we all sincerely mean it. I've been Ben, don't in the flavour aid, and don't join a cult. I have been Gaz. Subscribe to Sewage Pipe Gaming on YouTube and Free Biff Tannen. One day I'll explain why. Thank you. Good night. The next movie show will explain ah, it. Yes, I'll oh, write my essay. God. I'll read you out an essay. I'll keep it under 2,000 yeah. words. Oh, please uh, do. <laughs> as to why Biff Tannen should not be at yeah. the house. I look forward to that, the actually. Uh, there are reasons. There are yeah. really logical reasons. Lazy. I look forward to that. It's the only bad bit of the movie. Anyway. you got to take my shoelaces off me. you got to take my belt off me. Oh, this fucking weird. possibly shy. Yeah, he's such a drama queen. Oh, really. God. Oh, oh, fucking hell.
Well, I'm in, Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Is this your last comment? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters! <laughs> it's too late. I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>